Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. But no Matt Murray. Matt Murray's not here this week. He's got uh, real life stuff going on and we all know what that's like, don't we? Um, so yeah so matt unfortunately can't be here next uh, this week hopefully he'll be back next week um we will start the show as we usually start the show regardless of matt not being here um it is the full nels crew here we go <clears throat> you ready full nels crew here comes your names aaron patrick <laughs> simon nelson thomas jack oven moomin biscuit richard sawyer dave ernsberger Colin Brown, Gasman, Gabby Pereira, Fuzzballs, Jill Fridge, and Sluggish Bubble. They are the full Nels crew. And if right. you would like to join them, <laughs> what what will this wait for? We'll go I on, I'm in full flow then. We we need to talk about Jill Fridge. It's taken us ages to work that, haven't we? It's well, we didn't work it out. Um shout out Who to did? Gary Dooten for pointing this out. A fucking oh, right, how, did we, right, yeah. how did we miss this? Go on. So, for those who haven't, been, who also haven't noticed, Jill Fridge, Jack Oven, right? <laughs> Genius. But, but well, it is. But also, do, do they know each other? Are they married? Well, this is it, isn't it? Are they? Are they... <laughs> That's a bit. Is Jack Oven legitimately Jack Oven? And then yeah. someone just went, "I don't want my real name on the." I, I mean, why anyone would not want their real name read out in the full Nels crew is beyond me. <laughs> but unless they work for Caden Rince, <laughs> which which is which is possible. Um, but but like, did they hear Jack Oven and think, "Oh, I know, Jill well, Fridge." I can riff off that. I've just had a look on on Google, and Jack Ovens hmm. do well, exist. Don't do that. No, they do. Yeah, they I've do walked. exist. So it's like okay. it's not <laughs> a made up name. I don't think. Yeah. Jack Oven's sitting there listening to this saying, don't Google me. <laughs> Googling me. Don't Google the foot. Is there some sort of like data protection fit? Don't Google me, James Farley. <laughs> I invite all our listeners to get James back by Googling him. That's now. already happened. They've already done that. We've had all that. It's... Yeah. If you would like to join the Full Nails crew, then please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Um, there are various different tiers and you help support the show. For example, I'm desperately trying to get a PS5 at the moment <laughs> and that would not be possible if it wasn't for our Patreon producers, which makes it sound like I'm going, Ooh, I'm getting a PS5 because of you lot. But really, it's because I can call James on his bullshit. Okay? <laughs> what? Because what? we all bullshit. <laughs> What bullshit, James? What oh. bullshit? Yeah. What happened this week? What happened this week in the in the WhatsApp group regarding the PS5? What did happen? I don't remember. <laughs> you admitted to it being fucking massive. Yeah, I said it was big. I never, I never have disputed the fact that it's big, but just not as massive as James. like people making out. People make yeah, out okay. it's like the size of a small child. I've already established the fact that it's the size of a no small one made of a cat. Out no, 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 no. No one made out it's the size of a small child. Yeah, Everyone do. said it's fucking massive, and you unboxed it and went, it's not that big. What's everyone moaning about? It's not, as I said, uh, it's the size of a large cat. It's not, but a, like a domestic cat. No one, no like one measures like in that, Not like a cheetah James. or a lion. Were you expecting a lion, James? No, as I said, a Exactly, exactly. It should have been, like, I don't know, a puma or something like that. You know, the size people have been going on about. You sent me a video of you watching the football. 
James, you sent me a video of you watching the football and I saw your PS5 under the telly and it was all I could look at. It was so big. Joe, right, so um, Joe's aware that I'm in the market for a PS5. I mean, she's got nothing to worry about. You can't fucking buy the things at the moment. But um, Joe's aware that I'm, I'm, I'm buying one. She, she said, um, oh, where's it going to go? Where's it going to go? I said, well, don't worry about that. Don't worry about any of that. And uh, then I said, do you know what it looks like? She's like, well, I've seen sort of the odd picture or whatever. And I went, well, have a look at the Series X under the telly. Just have a good old look at it. What do you think of it? Oh, it's a big, ugly black box. And I went, right. And then I sent her a comparison between the PS5 and the Series X. And she was just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> so, I mean, big that's going to be a shock. It's a big point. I don't know what everyone's moaning about, James. It's fine. It That's is the thing. fine. Yeah, it, it's big, but who cares? Why is this? Why does this matter? It's fine. Because I, I it's mean, been a it's... couple of months and it's still weird. Like, <laughs> it's still weird. <laughs> I, still I know I haven't got one in the house, but I, I, I'm not used to seeing it still. I mean, I can't imagine what it looks like next to the S, James. Well, that, that's the other thing, because the other day I was playing on the S, and I was just looking at it and thinking, I really like the design of this console. I think it looks brilliant. I'm mm-hmm. very, very happy with the with the Series S. I think it looks fantastic. Right. And uh, yeah, it, it probably could... That's the end of the story, is it? That's yeah, the... <laughs> no, no, I just, I'm very happy with the Fucking hell, I thought it was going somewhere, that. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a really strange... Um, actually, now, you're the only one on the show with both a next-gen <laughs> Xbox and a PS5. Like, what, how are you, what, what, where are you at with these two consoles? Like, um, are you st- st- are you using your PS? Well, what console are you using more? Well, this is the ridiculous thing because I have actually used probably the Series S more than the PS Five yes, so far. Mate. Okay, Most- why? Well, because of the games I've been playing, and I'll come to that later. But that's not entirely <laughs> my fault. So it's just yeah. It's, what do you mean? Well, it's no one's fault. No, no, it's because the, the game that I've been not, playing. No one's blaming anyone. No, but the game that I've been playing is about five times longer than I thought it was going to be. So I ended up, <laughs> right. you know, and then, you know, you get that thing where like, I was playing it and Chen just kept on saying to me, look, just stop playing it. Just stop. You're not enjoying it. And I was like, look, I've been playing this for 30 hours now. And it's like, it's a sunk cost. You know, you've got to like, just get through. Just, yeah, good money after bad, mate. <clears throat> it's like a gambler, isn't it? You've already yeah, yeah, lost yeah. two grand, but if I spend more, I'm already two grand in. I might as well go further. Using and all my bad j- luck up, and then it'll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but like, how about the PS5? How are you getting on with that? Is it still running fine? You you know you are you plan what games are you plan on it? What, what how are you getting on with it? It is. I mean, I've been playing like Yakuza Four mostly, um, which I stopped uh, so that I could just finish off what I've been playing on the Series S. But there, are, there is one thing I am a bit worried about with it, actually, and it is the noise. Too big? No. Oh, the noise. Yeah, because I've definitely got... Okay, I don't think it's the coil wine or whatever, but I think I might have that thing with the sticker or something. Like, because... <laughs> the thing with the sticker. You know, the thing, with the, stick, the thing with the sticker with the fan. You know, I think I might yeah, yeah, have yeah. that. Because it is in no way it's like when, when they used to put cards, playing cards, in the wheel spokes of your exactly. Bike. Yeah, <laughs> because it's it's um, not silent, and that's what I mean about like how I like the Series S because it is it is it's whisper quiet, you know. Whereas the um, the PS Five, it's it's not loud like the PS Four was, but when it's on, you know it's on, like you can you can hear it. And I'm mm. just wondering whether the one I've got is normal or not. And you know you get that when you when you first buy something, and there's always those reports of like you know problems yeah, I hate and everything. That, man. And so you're I never sure that. is this is this normal or is this just mine mm. slightly defective or whatever? 
So I don't know. I get anything like that, like a little scratch or a little mark on something, and it completely kills you. <laughs> like it really does. I mean, <laughs> one thing that I did during um during the Christmas period was paint the front room. <laughs> Right, and I looked over at the wall, and I saw like some ketchup on the wall that painted, <laughs> and I was just devastated. I was like, "Well, the whole thing's ruined now. I might as well paint the whole fucking front room again because look, what the? It's never gonna look right to me now. I'll mm. always notice that little mark." Joe's like, "What is the matter with you? We've got two children. Of course, there's ketchup on the wall. <laughs> that is a stand. That's standard practice, David." Um, and I had to go and have a little sit down, but uh, yeah, and no, I know what you're saying. Maybe, it's... maybe. How long are you going to leave it before you, you contact Sony? See, well, that's the thing, because I'd like to know... I don't know if it's loud or not, and I don't want to, like... I don't want to go through the whole thing of having to... Maybe I should just record it or something and see what people think, because I'm, I'm really not sure. It. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but having, going through all that arse, going to find out that actually there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, and, and, it just they, and they just sound like this. I have to say, though, I am really... The pad is still something I I really look forward to using. It is very nice. Not not even like the games that I'm playing are just regular games. You know that they're not like they haven't got all the haptic stuff and everything. I like the feel of it in my hand. It's it's got a nice. Oh, right. okay. it's got a nice feel. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, hopefully I'll be joining you soon. I I mean, well, I can talk about it now if you want. <clears throat> uh, the uh, stock tracking community when it comes <laughs> to the PS5 are quite vile. <laughs> Oh, really? Never... Really? Oh, they're horrendous. They're horrendous <laughs> people. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I guess it's that mixture of frustration and whatever, but I, I, let me try and read a few. Um, uh, like, there are tracking websites that are just chucking dates out there because they know it gets some attention. And um, and then people really angry with those tracking websites. There's people going into those, you know, those chats, those live chats you get in Argos or whatever. And and then, oh, they've confirmed that it's being restocked the 13th. I've seen so many different dates put down there, and they've come and gone and not been true, yet people are still pinning all their hopes in it. Uh, second shipments, oh, come on, where was the... I, there was a stream of um, uh, tweets to the... It's like a Ask PlayStation account. Let me have a look. Tracker stores. Uh, um... I can't find it now. That's really disappointing. But I had a few of them up before before recording. And it was just like, this is the PlayStation shit. I'm going to Xbox. What's the point in launching a console if you're not going to sell it? Oh, do you Americans get it? What do you like them? One of them said, why are you fucking Europe while running your hands through American hair? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It made me laugh, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's getting quite fierce out there. Sean, mm. I mean, you definitely made the right decision of just taking the back seat and letting, letting <laughs> people fight it out. I can't wait to maybe get one in about a year <laughs> and just walk into Asda. Oh, wouldn't it be amazing? <laughs> what, what I really hope is that the next PlayStation that comes out, or if there's a revision next year mm. and it's the smallest console ever released... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's like it's the shape of a GameCube but half the height. <laughs> and everyone with those big massive ones that bought it in the first year looking at it just going, Oh for fuck's sake. You know that that's definitely gonna happen as well. There'll be one that looks good and like, you know, it's completely, completely silent and uh, you know, and he's tiny. And so uh, yeah. Alright, okay. We've We've spoken too much. We haven't even done the feedback. Um, <clears throat> Sean. Point. Hello. What did people think of the show last week? 
I mean, if you want the Sunders feedback, go to... Hang on, fuck, he's not put it on the dock. He puts it at the end. He says it at he the end. He it, says it at the end, doesn't he? Yeah, come on. Sorry, come man. On. Oh, sorry. Look, I could have a go at you, but, but you know, he's first TCGS. time he's done this for a while. .co forward slash dear TCGS. Uh, TCGS.corrections has been in touch again. Uh, they say on last week's show, Dave said that as 2021 had already started badly, he wished there was a new Animal Crossing game. This is incorrect, as everyone on TCGS <laughs> hates Animal Crossing New Horizons. They may dispute this, but if you listen to their shows from May 2020 onwards, you'll hear them constantly kicking the game to death. <laughs> it's just... No, come on. It was just... It's constructive criticism. You know, exactly. it's true. It was... I mean, it's true. What he's saying is true, or what they are saying is true. But like, um, <laughs> when you listen back to our uh, game of the year show and what we said about it there, I think that still rings true. And yep, I must admit, 100%. Harry's been suddenly playing it again. Oh, yeah. So I think there's some sort of association there. <laughs> What's that? Lockdown? Get Animal Crossing on? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was absolutely gutted to see that it deletes old. Um, bulletin post though oh, on, it, your, yeah? on your notes board oh. yeah we've remember cherry or remember cherry is not on oh, there yeah. anymore have remember you still got cherry on your island sean uh i mean i haven't checked so i assume she's still there yeah oh for those of you that didn't that have only just started listening to it recently <laughs> um my son's favorite villager on his island during lockdown global pandemic was um <laughs> Cherry, was it Cherry the yeah, Cherry, uh, the yeah, little yeah. dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sean stole Cherry from our Look, island. Not on purpose. I just happened <laughs> to visit, and she likes the cut of my jib. I wasn't. It wasn't an intentional coup. It was just. Yeah. But the, but the kicker was when we were doing the turnip game, and um, the, the, the turnip game. The turnip. When we were riding that turnip, <laughs> tired of wife. Um, we, we we went over to Sean's Island to sell some turnips <laughs> and Harry was watching me and I went there and Cherry was there and I had no idea and I just went oh my god it's Cherry and then I went to talk to Cherry and she went hi Dave oh hey yeah I remember you from Bayakowski I'm here now and I was like Sean you mother <laughs> what the f <laughs> absolutely shocking um but no, you're right, TCGS corrections. We we absolutely slated that game throughout last year. Uh sorry about that. Sorry about <laughs> it. You sound like you took it personally. Uh next bit of feedback. Uh Vince Pies. Says <laughs> a business offer for Mr. Farley. <laughs> I listened attentively to last week's feedback with sweat cascading down my face as I feared somebody would snag the hottest talent on the TCGS crew. You see, my, my uncle recently told me about your podcast and mentioned that if I listened to your Game of the Year episode, I would find the solution to my recent business crisis. He was not wrong. That solution was the angelic voice singing about the joys of eating hot mince pies. <laughs> You're just the person to save my company, Mr. Farley. I run a mince pie warehouse and we're trying to unload the overflow from Christmas. Our marketing team has struggled to meet the challenge and there, mere seconds into the episode, you've solved it. Half as many hot mince pies are only half as nicey indeed, Mr. Farley. That is the perfect endorsement for amassing mince pies after Christmas. If only we can get you into the studio for a sesh and lay that tune out on wax with the same conviction that wooed your listeners, the company will be saved and we'll have a bona fide new Christmas hit to boot. We totally forgot to talk about this last week, didn't we? James's mince pie song at the start yeah, of the game of the year. I'm sure we talked about it. I'm sure we talked about it. Oh, we didn't, boy. No, no. So... Uh, where did that song come from? Uh, that came from Year Seven um, Choir <laughs> Practice. 
<laughs> right. Okay. This is this is what annoys me because after we recorded, I googled the lyrics to see yeah, yeah. if it was recorded anywhere. It's was not. It? Was it not? It doesn't exist. No. Nope. Couldn't yeah. find it anywhere. No Could way. not find it on Google. It was a Google whack. It's an original. <laughs> it's an original James Farley composition. <laughs> it's not. It was... James went when we said in the WhatsApp group, "Where would where did that uh, song come from, James?" And it took me what a week and a half to pluck up the courage to ask. <laughs> I asked him, "Where did it come from?" And you went, well, "It was a school song, in it." And I just thought, "Well, I mean, we went to very different schools, didn't we? We all know that. We've all spoken about the sort of schools you went to." Um, I went to a know, regular school, uh, David. Yeah, I yeah, went to a regular, it? private. It was not a private school. school. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a regular school. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. We uh, had iPads before they existed. Um, we, we, uh, James, come on, come on. There's no public school singing. Bring on, bring on. Some more. What there All was. We had and it was, it was Jesus. seriously. And I, I don't remember. I, I don't. I mean, maybe I dreamt it. I don't know. But it was definitely, it was definitely um from school. It was from school. All we had was Jesus rode a donkey into town, and then they had to, they had to stop that because we sang Jesus rode a Skoda into town. It only went five miles before it broke down. That was the one that we sang at school. And then the, the teacher just got all angry. Why would you get angry? I've never understood that. It's a strange thing to get upset about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I no, think I've prof- got a Skoda. <laughs> <laughs> they're no, good. It's probably, they're it's probably the accumulation of things, and that was just the final straw. Yeah, maybe. That's just the perception of that motor vehicle from the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop bringing it into the nineties. They use them in rallies. Stop man. it. They're good. Um, what, I, what I love about so this is the second business offer that Farley's had. Obviously, there's the there was the whole parkour business, and what I love about that, oh, yeah, is that. <laughs> Whenever one of us has a proper clear out of the TCGS inbox, obviously we go through it and we get rid of, you know, press releases and stuff and, you know, sort of either emails where we've requested code or there's someone, you know, someone, a PR person we need to get back to. But every time it gets cleared out, there'll be maybe six or seven emails remaining. And at the bottom, it's always East Kent Parkour. <laughs> Just sitting there. One day. One fucking one day, day we'll do it. Will, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, if anyone else has got any business opportunities for James Farley, legitimate business opportunities that you want him to do, maybe he can record uh, something for your podcast. Maybe he can appear on your Twitch channel. Um, anything. Then please contact us and celebrity uh, and we'll... guest appearances. Maybe I don't know. It could I mean, be like um. They can speak to my agent. Who is, <laughs> Matt, who's your agent? It's, it's Matt. Is it, is it Matt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could do like a Dragon's Den thing with him, where someone comes yeah. in and pitches an idea for their business. I will. <laughs> I want one James Farley for 20% of my business please <laughs> uh, maybe yeah maybe we could do that let's let's think about it let's let's think about it let's move on to the next next bit of feedback lord justice has returned oh, no. oh, thank no. you for thank you for your response regarding voter fraud your choice of simile was somewhat telling comparing the argument to a heckler at a comedy performance you have maybe purposefully chosen an example in which there is only one accepted or permissible voice in the room that of Correct. the comedian a heckler, yep. an uninvited voice, would obviously be shut down. You don't have to represent the desires of loudmouth turning up on a whim and screaming thoughts about their favourite game at you. 
To fix your example, it would be like the comedian asking the audience, which of these four jokes is your favourite? I'm inviting you to openly vote on your preference, but I'm directly instructing you to only vote for joke B, because this isn't really an open vote about your views at all. I just want joke B to win, regardless of your opinion, which I know is what I asked for, but you guys don't really don't matter. I'm the voice here. To In be fact, fair, I, if a comedian said that on stage, that would be funnier than if he asked you to vote on what was his favourite joke. That would be yep. a funnier act than if it just say, here are four jokes, vote on the best one. So, I mean, come on, Lord Justice. Also, on. Lord Justice, on. before you go on, Giant Bomb's Game of the Year stuff still ain't out. You, you're still back in that? In fact, I don't need a strained analogy. The situation was blatant enough. The public was asked for their view on what was the better game, all in capitals, out of four choices, but then 75% of the poll runners directly instructed that only a specific one of the four offered games was to be chosen. That's tampering with the outcome, which was specifically forbidden. Well, for the lowly peasants. Right, the thing is... I'll be honest with you, Sean. Yeah. I'm starting to like Lord Justice now. <laughs> Legit- like, legitimately. I'm starting to come around to Lord Justice. No, right. really... Because it's yeah, not about the comedian being the only, you know, viable voice in the room. It's about, it's the difference between the comedian going to the audience and asking for things and willingly working with them in a con- like a semi-constructed way and the audience just shouting shit out. That's the difference. Okay. I'm I mean? sorry, Sean. I'm on Lord Justice's side. I like him. Okay, fine. Cool. <clears throat> uh, you'll, you'll love this next one, Dave. Uh, former TCGS fan has written in. Um, <laughs> Go on. They say, <laughs> regarding your 2021 predictions, the games created by Shigeru Miyamoto have given me more joy than I can possibly describe. Add to this that when I met him, he was thoroughly pleasant and friendly. I don't know why Dave felt the need to say what he did last week, and I know that your show's main focus these days is, quote-unquote, hilarious banter, but why can't you just make a video games podcast without being fucking dickheads? <laughs> well, that look. is a good question. <laughs> former, former TCGS fan. Um, I, I find it very hard not to be a fucking dickhead. I think if, you'd have, if you know the show... It's constant effort. Yeah. Uh, it takes work. It takes <laughs> work, Sean. Um, uh, if you've heard the show, then you know that my sort of my personality can be fully described as fucking dickhead <laughs> so i think you know i that is kind of who i am um so i can't change that Plus, on did, a fundamental all, level didn't we all express our mild uh, disgust at what david said and then just moved myself on? included and yeah. also i will say i don't know why david felt the need to say what he did i didn't I'm saying I didn't want to say it. I repeatedly say I didn't want to say it, and they forced it out of me. And I just thought, and to make it clear, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was not forced out of you. You you volunteered the information. Yes, it was. No, you. I said I didn't want to say it, and you went, "Go on, you got to say it. You got to say it. You got to say it." And you know what I'm like with peer pressure. I fucking love peer pressure. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Peer pressure is my thing, man. It's what gets me going. So um, that's why I just dropped that. I've run out of ideas. And also, I love Shigeru Miyamoto. And if we want to get serious for a moment, no jokes. There's not many celebrity. Like, I've not had that celebrity death in my life that would affect me, like, personally. Mm. I've not had that. And when I think about the number of people that actually could potentially do that to me, there's maybe two. Mm -hmm. And my mate is one of them. I'm going to be fucking devastated when he goes. But listen, it's a fact of life. It's going to happen at some point. 
We're going to have to deal with it, and it's going to be horrible. Might and there's well going to be a lot of cartoons drawn that, that are going to irritate the fuck out of me, Sean, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to have to come off Twitter for a bit, I think. I can't yeah. deal with that shit. Yeah, the Oata stuff was a lot. That really dumb one up. The, the one like, about I'm... like one about like, oh, I hope he knows in heaven how good the Switch is doing. Right, okay, Ugh. listen. Look, everyone's got their own way of dealing with this stuff and respect yeah, no, to you. No. If that's what gets you through it, totally yeah. fine. But I yeah. am absolutely I cannot deal with that <laughs> shit at all. So I think maybe I just delete Twitter for a bit. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm sorry if you're offended. I didn't mean any any uh ill will or um <laughs> I I I don't dislike Miyamoto in any way. Yeah, well, you just about to say I don't wish any ill will towards Miyamoto because that's just <laughs> the weirdest thing to say. Like, <laughs> why is that? It just no, is, that's like I... a perfectly normal thing to say. You don't wish any ill will to someone. <laughs> of course you don't. Like it's it's no, just we're not, not that you have to, to clarify it. Not according to the former TG, CGS fan. <laughs> Look, all Dave's, that saying, that. all Dave's saying is he doesn't want Miyamoto to die. It's just that if Absolutely he does, not. if he does, Dave would like to earn one point. From <laughs> well, yeah, if my other <laughs> predictions are taken, yes, I might as well get a point out of it because yeah. I'll probably go, That's really sad, and then just go, Yeah, yes, but <laughs> I'm absolutely guided. Um, so yeah, please don't. Should we, should we move please. on? This uh, is a good yeah. one. Uh, Brad Turk says, Happy New Year. On episode 233, James attempted to excuse his drunken state during the Game of the Year show by saying, <laughs> quote, my games got drawn out at the wrong time. <laughs> I, was hope- I was hoping they'd get drawn out earlier. They were drawn out late into the game. I decided to re-listen to the Game of the Year show and jot down when each host's games were pulled. Oh, fantastic. So oh, that I could determine... do what Dave does. It's ridiculous. So I could determine if his games were actually drawn out late in the show. The results will probably not surprise you. <laughs> Can I just stop you there? Can I just... Go on, go on. James just went, oh no, he's done what Dave does. What, call you out on your bullshit with yeah. facts. Research. <laughs> God. James's games were drawn 1st, 4th, 12th and 13th. With a total of 16 games on the list, an average of those numbers smaller than 8 would mean that the host games were called earlier than average and a number yeah. higher than 8 means that more of their games were called later. Matt, 6.67, earliest. James, 7.5, <laughs> earlier than average. <laughs> so he's still earlier. Dave, 9. Sean, 10. So we can obviously see that James's games were actually drawn out earlier in the game, not later. Additionally, I'd like to point out that the argument, quote, I was hoping I wouldn't have to argue for my games later in the show, falls apart when you realise that the second, third and final rounds of the debate all take place later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> Mate, Brad, thanks for that email. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's about as good as it gets. <laughs> Thank you. All right, last bit of feedback. It's from Liz Walker. Uh, she says, just to add my comments to the general cyberpunk debate, uh, as someone who is, in theory, playing on the, quote, worst version, i.e. a base PS4, I'm honestly surprised by the backlash surrounding the state of the game. Uh, yes, I've definitely had a few bugs and crashes, but nothing worse than I've experienced in the average Bethesda game. I played Fallout New Vegas at release, and in my view, that was in way worse shape, and yet now that is regarded as a cult classic. I'm certainly surprised that it's been pulled from the PlayStation Store as unplayable, as I don't feel that's the case at all. What I am more angry at CD Projekt Red for is the fact they didn't show footage from the console versions compared to PC. This denied me the choice of picking a different platform to buy the game on. 
I have a fairly good PC which could have handled Cyberpunk easily, but I wanted to sit on my sofa and experience the world on a big HD telly rather than at my desk with a much smaller PC monitor. Had I known that, for, that the fidelity was such a big difference, however, I most certainly would have purchased the PC version. Yeah, that's valid. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm glad she's getting on with the base PS4 version. I mean, the footage I've seen's pretty horrific. I thought. But yeah, I mean, it looked absolutely shocking, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe everyone's got maybe different it's... thresholds for that stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. And it doesn't help that the you, whole then... media have been going, look how bad it is, because yeah. you got that in your back of your mind while you're playing it. Like, if I went into it not knowing all that stuff, would I have picked up as much as I did in that opening hour? Well, this was Probably. it, and, I, and, you know, I was but... saying last week that, like, for the first couple of weeks playing it every session, I was fucking around with the, the settings every time. And it's not that at any point it looked bad. It was just... It was that that pressure of like, no, this is the new game that's supposed to look amazing. Therefore, I need to tweak every bit of, you know, every shiny reflective puddle out of it as I can. Like, it's, <laughs> and it's just, it's bollocks. Like, you just, like, if it was a console version, I, I would hope. I would just be like, well, this is just how it looks. I'll just crack on. But Can I, can I add an interesting fact? Yes. Oh, here we go. James Cur- facts for a change. <laughs> right, cu- <laughs> currently, being James. currently, Cyberpunk 2077 has a lower hmm. Metacritic score on Xbox One than Anthem. Well, there you have it. Yeah, yeah, but and controversial Anthem, sorry, proof. When you say a lower Metacritic score, yeah, that's is that what is that? Is that just is that professional reviews or is that user reviews? That's professional reviews. Okay, all right, there you go. Interesting. Okay, I will say like it's going to be interesting. Like I'll. I am still chipping away at it, but I'm not even... Like, you know, obviously we talked about it last week and it went on for a while. I've still got loads more stuff to say about it, but it just feels like there's no point me just rattling on about it until the rest of you have had a proper go on it, which could be five, six months from now. Who knows? Um, So, yeah, like, because I know people are going to ask. I am still chipping away at it. I just... just don't feel like there's much point discussing it yet until you've all had a go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I've... I just want some news now. Like, we're in yeah. January. The first big patch was supposed to have come out. We don't know when that's dropping. Uh, did they, did they give February. a date, or was it just January? Nope. There was one in January, one in February. That's it. Well, there's a fair bit of January left. There is. There is. <laughs> but I'm impatient, Sean. I am well, impatient. The last thing we want them to do is rush it at this point, right? Mm, good point. Right. Okay. Uh, any more Any more feedback, um, Sean? Nope. That's a lot. All right. Before we move on to the news... Um, no. I'd like to thank everyone that contacted the show to give me fish advice. You'll be happy to know <laughs> that the fish are alive and well. They're well happy. I mean, apart They're from the well ones happy. that died. Well, no, they, yeah, but they were dead last week, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, I, um, uh, thank, I mean, we were going to, we were planning to go and get a load more, but obviously that hasn't happened due to the current mm. situation. Um, so they're going to be a little bit lonely, but they'll be all right. They'll be re. I mean, Harry hasn't looked at them for over a week now, but <laughs> I have, uh, yeah, I've been fully. But yeah, no, apparently I was cleaning out the tank wrong. I will address that. And uh, yeah, so everyone that was worried about my fish, don't worry. They're alive <laughs> and well, and uh, I will do it properly next time. Um, yeah, thanks. Should we get onto the news? Let's. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's no. What... I didn't know if you were going to add something more to that or not. And James, you didn't. James was hoping that by staying quiet, we might just go. <laughs> Actually, let's leave it. Yeah, let's, that's an, let's call it an episode. What What did you think? What did you think? Um, I was going to add to. Uh, shall we get onto the news? What was the next bit that I was going to add? I thought you were going to say James or something. I don't know. 
I didn't. I, was, I, don't, know, I don't know what I was expecting. Like normally, okay. you'd like hand over or something. Like you'd say, "And here we got James with the news," like they do on TV. Okay, but you didn't James do that. You brought like they in... do on the TV. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you brought okay. up in Victorian times where you could only speak when when addressed specifically. I do. I mean, I found that it's a quite a good thing to live by. Actually, that it's uh... <laughs> okay. All right, okay. And now it's time for the news with Doctor James Farley. Thank you, David. Uh, it has been a week of news. Um, there's things have happened. Um, <laughs> That's most, it. Well, no, it's, it's annoying because at the beginning, like, okay, this morning <laughs> when I was putting all, no, uh, oh, okay, <laughs> when I was putting this together this morning, I was getting quite excited because I looked at it. And I thought there's only about two stories here that are of any 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 interest at all. Well, that made me laugh because in the Discord you were like, "Oh, the news is looking good this week," and I thought, "I don't think anyone else means what uh, knows what he means by yeah. that." <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. all happened. Yeah. And I thought, I thought it looks pretty good. There's a there's a minimum number of things that have happened this week, and then of course, like just why before that, we were going to record, why are you leaving the show? Why haven't you left the show? What do you mean? <laughs> the one thing you've got to do for the show, and all you do is moan about, and you get happy when there's not as much to do. No, no, why you, you don't just understand. leave the show? What I like is I like there to be yeah. a small number of high right. quality stories, and the trouble <laughs> okay. is, is when you're like scraping the barrel as we have been over the last couple of weeks, it's more difficult okay. to get in. Because then you, you put you, the stories that I have to choose are the, like, the usual nonsense that Matt comes up with that are like just <laughs> press releases or whatever. Like <laughs> terrible, just terrible news that are like we have to include that because there's literally nothing else. And it's, okay. it's, just, it's just less fun, you know? So Two questions for you, James. Well, when was the last time it was a good news week in your eyes? Um, last week. <laughs> Before Christmas, before Christmas, okay, there were some Christmas. pretty good okay. stories, I think. Okay. okay, all right, okay. When was the last time it was a really bad news week? In last your week, eyes? last week was not a great week. Uh, oh, for stories. You had two stories, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm you saying. Loved it. it was. I know, but that's the thing. It was a bad week because there wasn't much of interest to like really go into, like in in, a, in like a good way. Because this is genuinely okay. part of the show that I look forward to. I like this part of the show, but. I like it. I like it. No, no. I like it to be backed. No, I like it to be backed by quality news. And unfortunately, there James, hasn't been a lot of quality news. Okay. Sorry, Sean. Sean. Yeah. I yeah. think if you got every single person in a line in the world, yeah. Yeah. every single person in a line, right, mm. and you rank them from the most normal news person to the strangest news person, <laughs> I reckon James would be right at the back, like right there. I just want. This specific type of news, and if not, I get really pissed off with it. But I love the news. Like, no, it's no, just it's, the weirdest. No, it's it's not. It's it's like on TV when you've got like a news presenter who's like, "Oh, it's another okay. royal baby." It's like who cares? You know, it's just. But you've still got to report on it. It's annoying. You know, you'd rather be talking about something interesting. You know, and it's like, but I, I've never you know, liked that nothing. attitude. I've never liked that attitude. I don't care whether you don't like the news or not. Read it out. And go home. <laughs> if I turned up to my job and went, "I don't want to do this." I get, I get the sack. I mean, you've got to have some passion. You've got to have some like passion about it. You know, you've got to find something which is, you know. Look, can we just? When do, have can, you can we ever had passion about the news? James... When has he ever had passion about the news? <laughs> when has that ever happened? Well, James, when there is James news, loves the news. He just loves it enough to want it to be better. Exactly. <laughs> okay. You know, just I want it to be out, <laughs> I want it to be good, and it's like it's often not. And it's and, not. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, Nintendo have dominated the top ten uh, because because of lockdown, especially in the UK. It seems that game sales have been massively boosted. So it's like a third more games have been sold at the start of this year compared to last year, uh, which is obviously big. And Switch has been the main beneficiary. 
So Switch sales are up like 123% on last year. Wow. So that's, okay. that's pretty good for them, Does that include like Christmas or is this just January? I think this is just January. Like it's just you the think, first couple of weeks of January, which is it's okay, just think. January. Um, okay, right. Um, here's some questions for you. Is it retail and digital or just digital or what was it? This deal? is just boxed copies. Yeah, this is not just some... Just boxed copies? Can't download yes. a console, Dave. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, he's talking about games, though, right? Yeah, this he, is just didn't games. Didn't console? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he's talking about games, right? So I you're you saying well. that boxed copies of their games have sold over 100% more than they did this yes. time last year when all the shops opened? Yeah. That's incredible. And okay, in fact, what actually, re- what it regions? Is just from, it's just from last week. This is not, this okay, is not so from... Uh, right. Yeah, it's Jesus. not from, from Christmas at all, so they've done very well. Yeah, what yeah, region? Yeah. Uh, well, just the UK. Oh come on! Just he's, he's already he's found some of the details we've asked for. Let's not keep. Yeah. No, that is mad though. <laughs> yeah, We're is, saying yeah, yeah. Nintendo have double over doubled their sales of boxed copies. Yes. Now, coronavirus wasn't a thing back this time last year in this country, mm-hmm. so, and now all the shops are closed. That's incredible. If that's <laughs> I suppose, true, I suppose one major thing is Ring Fit Adventure wasn't out this time last year, was it? Yeah, that's and true. It's January, and we've all put on weight. So that's that's a fact. That and I've seen no one can go to the gym. So and also Ring Fit Adventure is at number six and its sales are up twenty four percent. So what's okay. number one then? Uh number one is Animal Crossing. Of course. Wow, that is yeah. that is still going, isn't it? Man. Although the sales and of people, that have people know 7%. now that it's shit. Yeah, I mean <laughs> we've been telling people for the past year. So if you want um, to know the total number, it's two hundred and sixty thousand boxed games were sold in the UK last week. Fucking so hell. yeah, is that good? I don't, I've got no reference point for that. Well, it well it's one hundred twenty-three percent more than before. So yeah, well, yeah, okay. for, for Switch games mass. anyway. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. So anyway, so Animal Crossing's done very well. Then Mario Kart Eight Deluxe and has also done well. But also uh, Just Dance twenty twenty-one, um, which apparently ninety percent of the game's physical sales have been on the Switch. So that's that's wow. obviously why they well, yeah, that makes out. sense, right? Because yeah. it feels like you need that Joy-Con to play it, doesn't it? Even though you don't. Yeah, no one wants to be well, but Harry's been playing Just Dance uh, recently. He's been banging into that, so maybe there's something about kids <laughs> wanting to dance. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we go with that. Um, but yeah, he's just. And, and it makes you wonder what the digital sales are like as well. I'd love to know most... what the up the uh, the uptick is in their um, subscription service. Should we have a quick? I'm just gonna have a quick look at the eShop charts. I'm just. I'm curious. Carry on. Carry on. This will take me a minute to load yeah, up. Yeah. So. Out of the top 40, 15 games are Switch exclusives. So that's. Jesus. They're doing pretty well. I mean, it's like Ring Fit Adventures, uh, Mario Brothers, U Deluxe, obviously, has done done very well. So yeah, they're, they're, they're doing pretty good. Fucking good console. Yeah, I'll tell you console. what, you can tell Isaac's been using this for Mario Kart Live. He's fucking gobbed all over the screen. Oh, I hate that. The crust yeah. on the screen yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. madness. Um, the uh, And of course, you got the. One of the best Mario games coming out for it. What is it, next mm. month? Next month. No, it's this month. Yeah. No, February 20th, isn't it? Is it? I thought it was coming out at the end of this month. No, it's definitely February. Um, I think it's the end of next month. God, I'll tell you but... what, looking at these charts, it's the fucking Wii all over again. So, um, I mean, Animal Crossing's at number three in the eShop charts. Um, number two is Mario Kart 8, fair enough. Number one is Among Us, which, I, yeah, I suppose... We've... Could have predicted that. Um, but number five, you've got fucking carnival games. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> number six is uh, bloody, what was it, 51 worldwide games, which I think we oh, all yeah, basically a lot of that. decided. Oh, have you? Yeah, I'll get, I mentioned last week we've been playing a lot of that over Christmas. 
Yes. It's his rubbish. But <laughs> it is, you know, we've just been playing it. I don't know, it's the bowling thing and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Well, funnily enough, um, number nine in the charts, bowling. Which just appears to be Classic. a NAF third party one. And you then, then you've got shit enough. like, I mean, you know, Zelda's at number 10, but then like Monopoly's at 11. Monopoly's a shit board game. Oh, it's also not a very good people. version either. It's, is it not? Um, is it? No. Oh, yeah, you reviewed it, didn't I you? I did review it, yeah. <laughs> did you? <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so Mario just... 3D World Deluxe comes out February 12th, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Forward yeah. to that. Yeah, so but yeah, it's just interesting. Obviously, that you know, you've got your, your usuals. Like obviously, Minecraft's in there and stuff. But it's and you know, Mario Odyssey's at, at seven. But it's just interesting that obviously that sort of families have just got a Switch for Christmas effect is there. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, I mean, especially because it was so hard to get hold of any of the next gen consoles over Christmas. Yeah, that, yeah. That, you know, the chances are it was well, I'll get a Switch then. Yep. Um, yeah, Harry asked for a Switch light, and I was like, no. <laughs> Literally Not no James need. Farley. Yeah. <laughs> he made the money. Yeah. Um, but again, right, it's okay. the thing. Like, so my um, sister in law texted me before Christmas, like, oh, I was thinking of getting, um, you know, so they've got a four year old, five year old. Um, and, and she, yeah, she was like, I was thinking of getting either a PS4 or a Switch for the boys. And I was like, mate, Switch. Yeah, it's a long Switch. Switch and Mario Kart. See you in six months. Like, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, Switch is the way to go, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, so next, uh, Nintendo are also buying uh, Next Level Games, uh, who made Luigi's Mansion 3. A PS4, Sean? Yeah. A PS4? Yeah, I thought that. Which was another reason to be like, no, definitely the Switch. Yeah, I mean, I I know there's the price thing, right? Which I get, you know, everyone's on a budget. Mm -hmm. but, But, like, it's not that. But just imagine a kid opening up the last, like, it's not even the current one. On Christmas I mean, he's morning. only five. I don't think he gives a shit. I guarantee he does. Harry okay. would have booted out of the window. <laughs> Actually, he's seven. Oh, I'm the next one with the, the one that looks like I'll fucking cut my face if I go near it. <laughs> fucking hell, Harry's seven next month. Ugh, that is weird. <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry, James. So anyway, uh, Nintendo is buying uh, Next Level Games, who made Luigi's Mansion Good. Three. Yeah, so that's Good. that's happening. Uh, uh, next level games prove that they can create an incredible <laughs> game. Luigi's Mansion 3 is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised they weren't owned by Nintendo already. I, well, I was going to say, I, yeah, I mean, I obviously wasn't paying much attention. But yeah, from what I played of Luigi's Mansion 3, I assumed it was in-house. I didn't think, yep. even know it was... Uh, yeah, it certainly felt like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great ac- uh, yeah, acquisition. Yeah, get yeah. get them get them making more games because if they can deliver to the quality of um, Luigi's Mansion Three, then we, we've got nothing to worry about. That was a wonderful game. And in fact, Nintendo have said that this will close by the first of March, and they said that it will deliver an anticipated improvement in deliver in development speed and quality. So yeah, good. Um, well, let's see yeah. what they're working on. What do you reckon they're going to work on? Well, I'll tell you what I'm worried about, because I was having a look at their um, their list of games they have made, like, oh, that have been good. Nintendo well, ones. Well, it's like Mario Strikers. They made all of oh, those okay. like, all of those games. They did yeah, the but they're money out. spinners. Well, they did the Punch-Out games, which were pretty good, actually. That got highly reviewed, yeah. yeah. They, they yeah. did quite well. Yeah. But they also did Metroid Prime Federation Force, which I felt well, that was another game that, I reviewed, actually, a long time ago, which is a, not as bad as people thought it was going to be. It was, it was not bad right, at all. Okay. It should have just never been called a Metroid game, should it? Yeah, it basically, been, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it put too much pressure on on the thing, but it, it's yeah. generally fine. 
Um, okay, next story is that Netflix are ending Wii U and 3DS support on June 30th. And uh, it's already been removed from the eShop from the 31st of December. Um, but you can still re-download it. But um, yeah, you won't be able to support it. But I mean, this is weird. I, I didn't even I didn't even know there was a <laughs> the 3DS, 3DS version of like Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine watching it on that. I wonder if the 3D stuff works with it. Has it got 3D so. Netflix? Probably hasn't. No, has I don't it? think it has. No. Oh, no. I mean, I'm sure there's about eight people out there furious about this, but come on. Um, I suppose yeah. like there might be people with yeah, you know, with kids and they've got old consoles and not necessarily a spare tablet to give to their kids, and maybe you know this is a good way of keeping them entertained sometimes. Yeah, I'm but sure I'm pretty sure you could get a telly for about eighty quid with Netflix on it now, right? Probably, or or a very cheap tablet but yeah you could yeah, definitely get yeah. like really cheap android tablets that would, would do that and yeah and yeah. then also i mean it's weird it is weird though isn't it that the switch still hasn't got any of these things i mean it doesn't yeah. matter ultimately it doesn't really matter but it's still odd you know that we've never seen a netflix app or anything like that on there because netflix is we, on everything what was i listening to when they were talking about disney possible oh it was back page pod wasn't it? it this is terrible sam sam roberts um put a uh prediction out they were doing a prediction show and he put a prediction out that something big was going to happen with Nintendo and uh, and Disney, <laughs> some sort of. But but in my head, just then as I was thinking about it, was have you heard the rumors, guys? That's how it starts, isn't it? That's how it starts. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to feel that fire, but uh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, get Disney Plus on the Switch. I mean, that would oh, make no cares? difference for God, that. But yeah. It, yeah, it's true. Who cares? I mean, kids care. Kids care, right? Do they? <laughs> I don't know. Should we get a kid? And uh, yeah. does anyone know a kid? Get... I'll go. Hang on. I'll go get Isaac. Up. Be, 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 be. I could. I could go and ask I'm Rachel. I'm not waking up the children. But I don't oh, know if she's. Oh, go on then. Should I go and get her and see if? She, yeah, see go if and see. She's... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do you, do you genuinely she's... want to go and get her? Because I can go and get her now. Yeah, don't tell her what it's about. Put right, her headphones okay, on. I'll talk to her. All right, hang on. I'll just go and get her. Let me talk to her. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably edit this out. Um, I, I've got a feeling that James is like, even if she's asleep, he's like rocking her back and forth. Just oh, get up quick, you're required. I'll <laughs> entertain the nation. Come on. <laughs> this is my big moment. Right, I've, uh, I've already forgotten what it is you're yeah. even asking her. Okay, and you just need to say hello and then talk to them, okay? <laughs> so just put that. This is, leave this in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, sit down. <laughs> sit down. Right, and just, just uh, okay, come on, just talk. Hi. Hi, Rachel. Hello. Hi, Rachel. Um, Hello. I'm David. You know me. Hi. Oh, do you know me? Do you remember me? You met me once. We went for a Nando's. I think, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, nice one. This is my friend Sean. Say hi, Sean. Hello. Hi, Sean. We've got a question for you. Now, you love playing on the Switch, right? Yeah. If they announce that Disney Plus or Netflix was coming to the Nintendo Switch, would you be happy about that or would you not be bothered? I'd be quite happy about that, I think. There we go. Thank you. you. That's all we needed from you. Thank you so much for your honest opinion. Why? I get more screen time that way. I can watch more TV. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel, don't listen to your dad, right? Because he's just upset because you've proved him wrong and you've proved me right. And that really doesn't, that really upsets your dad that. So you've done a really good job today. Thank you so much. Yeah, much appreciated. No problem. You should go to bed now. Bye. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Go Did you hear James now. in the background? <laughs> so, Did you hear James in the background? Would, would you like that? Yes. Why? <laughs> 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 that was yeah. the instant reaction. 
uh, thanks for that, James. That was that that was the voice of all children there. Yeah. Uh, confirming. Does she know she just right. represented every child on earth? I don't think so. She should be in bed though. She should be in bed. And, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's a good thing she wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess so. so. Oh, I totally missed a trick. I shouldn't have asked that question, should I, Sean? I should have gone, give us an embarrassing story like? about your dad. Yeah. Do you know, actually, oh, I, as soon as you started talking to her, I was like, I need to put the headphone in as well so I can know what's going on here. Oh, I did, yeah, I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable, but uh, that's what I should have done. Absolutely gutted. All right, let's get on to the next news story. Okay, so Minecraft Earth is shutting down. This was what's a Minecraft surprise. Earth? What is so, it? Do you not know? Do you know what it is? No, go on. You tell me, Sean, because James will sort of miss things out and then get angry at me because I don't understand. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's basically Minecraft meets Pokemon Go, right? So it's it's a version of Minecraft that you have on your phone, um, and you you know you walk around in the real world, and there are you know there are spots where you, I think you know you tap on a thing and it gives you some blocks. But the, oh, the cool thing was um, like you could build stuff in you know augmented reality. And that was, and it was all sort of, I believe, it was all sort of one to one with the real world, right? So, yeah, that's what I thought it would be, right? Yeah. So you walk around and see people's creations and stuff. Yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. great. So if you've built, so you, you know, theoretically, like, yeah, you could go to a, a tourist spot or whatever and build something cool around like a famous, you know, tourist attraction or whatever, and other people would come along and like see you doing it. Like, <gasps> yeah, but I bet it's a fucking mess. You load it up, you look at it, and it's well, just like green blocks everywhere. You just probably, think, what the fuck? Probably. But I mean, I, I tried this. This, and it seemed really cool but obviously this was um was it last summer it came out and i was well into pokemon go at the time because it was you know a really good um way of making sure i got out of the house most days at the time um and i was just like i've got i haven't got room for another one of these um so i just never really persevered and now they're just i mean it's strange to me that they're just killing it entirely because they're, they're blaming the pandemic right that's, yeah, I mean, here's the quote. It said, uh, Minecraft Earth was designed around free movement and collaborative play, two things that have become near impossible in the current global situation. As a result, we have made the difficult decision to reallocate our resources to other areas that provide value to the Minecraft community and to end support for Minecraft Earth in uh, June 2021. See, that Fair just enough. seems I mean, strange. I, I because, hadn't even like, heard of it. So. Uh, I just, I don't know. Just, sorry, that was a really weird noise my throat just made. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. But I can't was... wait to listen to the playback. Oh my god! I, maybe it won't pick it up the set. God, that was really—it felt strange in the back of my throat. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a Pokemon Go has survived, still going. They just, you know, it, it adapted. They they sort of redesigned things and and it carried, you know, carried on working. Also, Minecraft has a lot of money, so. It seems odd that they were just like you know the fingers crossed the pandemic will at some point go away or at least be less of a worry. So it just seems odd that for you know for all the do, money do you know what that says already... to me though, Sean? Go on. They looked at the user base and went, "It's not worth it." Well, yeah, they must have. I mean, yeah, it, that like, must be it. <laughs> it can't just be the pandemic's fault, can it? Because the pandemic is is not a you know is not going to be forever. We hope. Um, and for the money they've already sunk into it, you would think it'd be like, well, let's just basically keep it going with the skeleton staff for another six months and then relaunch it with a bang when everyone's allowed outside again. But the fact they're not even willing to do that suggests to me that actually they just didn't have that when much did it faith launch? in it anyway. What was it, about six, seven months ago? Oh, oh no, right. it was November 2019. It, t- it yeah, launched it in came America, out a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it was later here, but... Yeah, it is a little bit stranger, isn't it? Then They didn't have mm. a proper run... 
Yeah. When people were allowed outside of their houses. Yeah, so, you'd think they yeah. would just sit on it for the time okay. being and then... But yeah, so they, fair enough. which maybe suggests they just didn't really like it for other reasons. Who knows? Well, either way, they've they've put out the final update, which adds a bit of new content, but then removes any of the like real money transactions and all that kind of stuff. And anybody who's bought stuff, it they will get a free token to download the Bedrock edition of Minecraft on a mobile device. And See, yes. ironically, that the fact they've taken out all the paid stuff makes me sort of want to try it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyhow. Oh, well, shame. <clears throat> cool okay. idea. Next story is that a company that is called Sup3R5 have cancelled their all uh, custom black PS5 sales because they've received threats. Um, so what this was is this company was selling custom skins for PS5s, but they've now deleted their Twitter account and have cancelled the 300-plus orders they received. This is because they said they received what they call like credible threats uh, to staff safety because apparently there was a rush to order the skins and so many of them failed or were incomplete, and that annoyed people. And the company okay. said, uh, we take these threats seriously, and as a result, we're not proceeding forward. All orders are being cancelled with full refunds. We intended this to be a fun way to celebrate a shared nostalgia. As it turns out, there are people out there who are willing to interfere with that. Uh, if we determine that it's safe to try again, we will. For now, please stay safe. Because these skins were like PS2-themed, I think was, right. was the idea. Okay. You, you yeah. don't read the story. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> Because <laughs> they weren't selling skins, and um, look, I, I, what I'm about to say does not justify death threats at all. This is not, a, you know, what was going on. You don't send death threats. How many times have we said that on this podcast? And um, uh, but the the reason why people were angry with this company is that apparently they had 600 PS5s, and oh, they were ah. selling the PS5s at a massive markup. So they right. were selling them at six fifty and seven fifty dollars. See, so the Eurogamer what... article does not mention that in any the second in any paragraph. Way. Does it? Yeah, <laughs> just open it up. Um, via a statement on its now deleted Twitter account, company Super3R5, which is not an affiliate with so- Sony, tweeted yesterday that its team began receiving credible death threats to their safety and consequently cancelled all rollers of its 300 plus units, which I report, uh, which reportedly sold out in second despite the $650 and $750 price tags oh, for yeah, the discless and disc yeah. versions, respectively. There, there second go, yeah. paragraph. I, I second paragraph. Yeah. But no, it doesn't say. Uh, uh, okay. I would like to credit Vicky Blake for that, for writing that on Eurogamer (laughs) as well, which I think you should start doing when you're not like uh, (laughs) just like ripping off our websites. I'm I'm Um, not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not using Eurogamer so much now. It's gamesindustry.biz. That's where I get most of my stuff. So as I said at the start of the show, I've been deeply entrenched in the drama of the stock tracking community. (laughs) Um, One of the things you regularly get is just an outburst of hatred for scalpers, like a real vile, like nasty post about scalpers. And I don't like scalpers either, right? But these people go overboard. Um, And I assume they saw a company selling marked up PS5s that are just a different color. Like it's just a skin added to it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they've managed to get... 600 units somehow uh that was the rumor anyway um and people were angry about that and that's why they were angry at this company um but yeah man sending death threats to them is just ridiculous uh but I, yeah, yeah i mean it's, it's one way out of the problem of like um like are you familiar with yeah we've talked about dbrand before haven't we they do like phone skins and, and various yeah. other things and they just i mean they're very uh 
honest when they do like you know news posts and stuff and they basically did one that was like so the reason we're not i'm pretty sure they were talking about ps5s weren't they yeah like the reason we're not doing ps5 skins is because we fucking seen you people trying to apply skins to perfectly flat surfaces there is no way (laughs) you're going to be able to apply a ps5 one so you know it is one solution to have a company that will put the skin on for you and send the entire console but if they're putting a massive markup on it yeah, two hundred fifty dollar markup yeah. is is uh, is a piss take, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but there you go, people do it. I mean, it happens with iPhones all the time. We've all seen mm-hmm. the golden iPhones that companies sell, or yeah. the diamond encrusted iPhones for like five, ten grand, or whatever <laughs> it is. Um, it happens. So it it was going to happen to the consoles eventually. But I have a feeling that those prices wouldn't be those prices if the consoles were readily available. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're taking advantage of that. But that does not defend. You know, sending death threats to a no, company like that is so pretty messed up. Okay, um, so this is another story that I didn't I didn't want to talk about, but then it's like, okay, it's I your mean, section. I know, I know, but it's like, uh, look, wait, I don't want to get into that again. It's ridiculous. Lucasfilm <laughs> Games is like they're doing a thing. I mean, it's rubbish, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, I was sent this link of like. LucasArts doing some like you know, that was directed at you, Sean. I, I was, was going to send this link. Well, no, it's, it's rubbish, though, isn't it? I mean, look at it. So this it's it's a press release from from like StarWars.com that says <laughs> Lucasfilm. I was going to say since we're declaring our new sources now, let's <laughs> StarWars.com. So yeah, well, no, it's, it's StarWars.com. You know, it's, it's the yeah, website. Yeah, yeah. And so the headline is <laughs> Lucasfilm Games begins a new era. Now I understand. Like my interest was peaked when I saw that. I looked at it and mm-hmm. I thought that's exciting. Like Luke, I loved Lucasfilm games. I thought they were great. I had, I played a lot yeah. of those when I was growing up. And then all it is though is it's basically just a rebranding exercise because they've yeah. got like what they call a sizzle reel, <clears throat> and it's just things like it's just basically the games that have come out over the last you know yeah couple of years. Really, weird. it's a weird mm. trailer, man. It's yeah. weird. I was like, oh my god, they're going to show off a bunch of new Star Wars games. No. Yeah, and they didn't and show it's not even one any sort new Star of... Wars game. Like, if this was maybe the start of a move to, you know, bring Star Wars stuff back in-house and away from EA, I yeah. mean, who could blame them? But um, but it, there's no, you know, there's no indication of what any of this actually means, other than, as James I, says, I do think that exercise. was the case, actually, Sean. Yeah? I do think that was the case. I don't think they're going to bring it back in-house. Mm. Um, I think... EA's logo and EA's association with Star Wars game is going to be pushed into the background. I still think they're going to own them, make them, mm. publish them. Yeah. I think they're going to be branded as Lucasfilm games right, yeah, rather than the... EA games. I think that's the major thing they're going for. But it's just a we- it was a weird trailer. It was like here's a bunch of games that are already out. Yeah. Like and they spent ages on Fallen Order. And I just thought that come out <laughs> 2 years ago. And and The Sims, like which is not <laughs> Yeah. It's just odd. It's just, I mean, yeah. I think what it is is loads of these companies, like Sony did the same thing, you know, where they did the like PlayStation Studios thing. And everyone is trying to ape that Marvel like opener, isn't they? Aren't they? Of like saying, mm. like, you know, these, this is like a Marvel Studios, like, you know, film, whatever. And they all want to have that. And it seems that this is what Lucasfilm are up to now as well. It's, yeah. It was, it's it was a weird <laughs> trailer. I suggest weird. you go and watch it because it's just bizarre. Like, it looks like it's supposed to be an announcement for about 12 Star Wars games, but they're already out. Yeah. Like, what I was expecting. Republic? Uh, I mean, it was funny because at the end, I was expecting, like you said, like that there was going to be something. And I was like, there's still 20 seconds to go. 
they could be just about to like you know throw it throw out a banger here, you know, something that's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it, they just repeated the ones they'd already shown, like but faster. <laughs> yeah. It was very strange. Yeah, yeah, and it's bizarre. also weird. I mean, this is probably a copyright or legal bullshit thing. Why Why is it Lucasfilm Games and not just LucasArts as it was yeah. back in the day? Because Lucasfilm Games is such a weird <laughs> well, title. It, like, if, if, if we got a film based on a Telltale Games game, would they, would they start a brand called Telltale Games Films? <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? It's, I'd watch, I'd watch this, this is what's weird because it was Lucasfilm Games right at the beginning. Like when they were first, when they yeah, first kicked it? off making games, okay. yeah, before it became LucasArts, because Lucas I'm pretty right. sure like Loom and stuff like that was um, okay. was was like Lucasfilm Games. But yeah, it, it is very odd. It's it's a very have you odd ever, thing. This, sorry, this is a tangent, James. But have you ever seen the uh, the Double Fine Kickstarter documentary? The because um, the the earliest episodes of that, like Tim Schafer talks a lot about like working at LucasArts in the early days and going out and like hanging out in the Skywalker Ranch and stuff. It's fascinating. I've really never good. seen that, but that would be really interesting. Well, good. There was so much good stuff that came out during that period, mm. like so yeah, much man. good stuff, and it's just a shame that it's never really been. I mean, the last couple of like Star Wars releases have been pretty good. Like I've been reasonably happy with them, but mm. I don't know. I I don't know where they're going with all this stuff. I mean, I mm. I think they. I mean, when does EA's license run out? It must be reasonably soon. No, I do. I bet they they'll redo re- it. But they'll redo it though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's just so strange because it's not like because obviously it was it was Disney that killed LucasArts games, wasn't it? Yeah. Because when Disney took over and they were like, "Well, fuck that, just let EA do it all," and maybe they're now seeing the error of their ways. <laughs> I mean, I'd say that there, there are people who are perfectly happy with EA's Star Wars games, and some of them have been very good. Yeah. Um, but Disney do this but, all the time, though. Like they do yeah. this thing where they like start up saying we're going to get into games and we're going to mm-hmm. start, and they you know they start studios and stuff like that. Then it doesn't work after like six months or whatever. Then they just close them all down. It's, it's well, very I heard strange. they're linking up with Nintendo. I can't remember where, but I heard there's some <laughs> sort of deal happening with Nintendo. Um, so let's see what that happens. Uh, so let's see yeah. what that happens. Is what I just said. Should we move on to the last story of the the week? Yeah. So last story. Um, it's a Google Stadia uh, story. Um, I mean this 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 <laughs> yeah, was this, well this was Matt's this hold was on, Matt's contribution. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Google Stadia, let's have it. It's not very exciting. I mean, basically, Google Stadia and GeForce Now are coming to LG TVs in 2021. Okay, it's 2021. That's the one, yeah. And uh, yeah, so they're they're both coming to their to the LG TVs. What I did think was quite interesting from the this Verge article was that um, yeah, it says that Google has also promised that Stadia will come to Google TV in the first half of 2021. That's still <laughs> incredible. So, it? It's not on there. It's not on Google TV. We, uh, I mean, uh, GeForce Now was a weird story, wasn't it? It yeah. got announced. Everyone went, wow, this is brilliant. And then all of the publishers went, no, fuck you. You ain't having our games on there. Yeah. <laughs> it just went away for a bit. I mean, I'm assuming people are still using it. Um but yeah, that was, a, that was a weird one. But this this uh, but, this will be the first place that um, GeForce Now will be like on a TV as well, because that's never happened before. It's all just been on like you know PCs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, it'd be interesting to see if Google Stadia is exclusive to LG TVs or if they're gonna they branch out or whatever. I'd be amazed if they don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised there's not just an and is there an Android app for Android TVs for Google Stadia? No idea. Like so, yeah, I've got an Android surely. TV. Yeah, there must but be a Android app for it. Sure, you reckon? Well, oh man, Stadia. I'm gonna have to... yeah. There's no, there's no app for Stadia. Like, I'm, I'd be amazed if there is. 
Mm. Because I think surely. oh, you can't because you can only do it through a Chromecast. No need to call it. No need to call him that. No, maybe. Is it or you really just... <laughs> only through a Chromecast? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you could probably <laughs> no, sideload it. You I could am probably. Sure. You probably sideload it if you really wanted to, but I mean, who wants to? Yeah, <laughs> who's got the time? Play Cyberpunk. Just, yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cyberpunk on that TV. Right, is that <laughs> it for the news? That is it for the news. We're all done. Let's get on to what you've been playing, and I'll start because I will be done in about ten seconds. I've, I've just been playing seen your... Rocket League <laughs> and Tetris ninety nine. I, I think I went into this week thinking I was going to finish it with PS five, and I'll have loads to play. But as soon as they're still out of stock everywhere, I just sat and played Rocket League and Tetris ninety nine all week. It's been great. Sent death it's been great. Companies. Rocket League, I, that was not me, and you can't <laughs> prove that. Um, you like Rocket League is just great. You don't need to hear me talk about it like that. The the um the current theme, the what they call it, a special event on Tetris ninety nine was fantastic. It was Kirby one. Um, oh shit! So just oh, I like Kirby. It's, it's so good Tetris ninety nine, and I've got the knack of switching like to the right tactics at the right time now. So that's really helping me out. You know, you know how um. Easy, like how annoying it was that when you started and you had like eight people attacking you on your own and you'd think, well, how am I supposed to deal with this? Now I know how to deal with it. And I absolutely, <laughs> like I take them out one by one. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Uh, if you've not tried it, then it's probably the best Tetris game ever made. Um, so yeah, sorry, not a lot of various gaming. I did finish Horace since uh, oh, did you? The, the last thing. Yeah, I really enjoyed it overall. Cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I plan to finish that Gears DLC that I spoke about last week. So uh, hopefully I'll have some things to talk about next week. But uh, but yeah, unfortunately this week I've been a bit lazy. Um, Sean? Uh, so I've got loads of things that I've sort of dipped in and out of. Um, I've been playing, well, obviously I'm still playing Sea of Thieves, but you don't need to hear about that. Three weeks on the trot, whatever it's been. No, we do not. Um, still very good. I've uh, been playing Monster Train. Which is on, I mean, it's on Game Pass. It's also on Switch and, and other things. Oh, really? um, is it new? It, uh, yeah, well, newish. Um, I think it maybe came out a few months ago. I remember we got, we were getting press releases about it, and I wish I'd uh, accepted code for it on the Switch because it would be ideal. It's it's another roguelike deck builder, right? Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, first off, like, I really like the, the sort of, the idea behind it is it's basically that the setting is that hell has frozen over right hell's been like conquered by heaven and you're this train that's got the like this last shard of hell in it basically and you're trying to send the train right to the fucking bottom of hell to reignite the whole thing and, and melt it again so you're the baddies you're the you're the the you know the monsters hence the name um it's just it's just very good. It's just got that really cool thing that like Slay the Spire had where you are constantly, you know, sort of every encounter, every, you know, shop you go to, whatever, you're just constantly tweaking your deck and trying to find little synergies between your cards, things that will work well together. But to the point that you like, you'll figure something out and be like, ha, this is broken as fuck. But the the game is expecting you to do that, and it's expecting you to find these things that feel like obscenely powerful. But then, as you get towards the end of the run, you're like, "Oh no, you need to have figured out these these sort of seemingly broken things." Um, and it's just incredibly good fun. I th- it's I think runs are generally a bit shorter than they were in Slay the Spire, so I'm like, I'm having a good time. I must have done six or seven runs by this point, and I've got like near the end. Um, 
but every time I've just been really keen to go back in. It's it's not, you know, like we've said, like roguelikes, I often think they're best when they give you stuff that gives you a bit of a leg up the next time round. It doesn't give you stuff that makes the game easier, but you're constantly unlocking new cards, like new factions to play as and stuff. And stuff. Um, so it just keeps it interesting without necessarily helping you, but there's just always new stuff to try. It's proper good. Really enjoying it. Um the demo for Monster Hunter Rise is out um, after they did I saw this. this was loads of people were talking about this. So it's fucking crashed the eShop, which wow. <laughs> which yeah, like like they had to pull it down for maintenance. Which I mean, it may have just been a coincidence, but yeah, everyone. Oh right, you know, okay. It, it was it was as the demo went live, it fucking killed the eShop for a few hours. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, only spent a bit of time with it. Monster Hunter demos are always weird because obviously the game is huge and there's loads to learn and the demos are always like so stripped back. Um, yeah, how you do know... they deal with it? Do they do the the um, the crackdown thing where it sort of makes you level up really fast to just give you a Not taste even of that. it? Or... It's just you basically you get two like little training missions and then you just get two hunts to pick from and... So you, you pick a, a mission and then it's just like hit just choose a pre-made character with like a load of really high level gear and stuff. So, you know, you your character might have like abilities that aren't necessarily standard um when you actually go to play the full game. I mean it's it's like the only way you could do it, right? Without Yeah, I was about to say, like at away. least it's not like here's the first mission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like it's point? What's the exactly point? it gives you a bit of a flavour of, of what's to come. Um yeah, I mean, the, the main thing I can talk about, because as I say, it's you're sort of limited in terms of what you can learn from a Monster Hunter demo. It's all about the fucking wire bug. I don't know if you remember the trailers. There's this little... Like, so Monster Hunter World added this sort of wrist-mounted grapple hook. That's now a little insect that you, like, throw out and you actually sort of, you know, whip around the place. But crucially, the difference is it doesn't have to latch onto anything, right? So you can just, like, jump off a cliff and just throw the wire bug out and it will just hang in the air and then you can hang off it and you can just you can just be in midair just sort of how you know being sort of held up by this little insect in the sky it's weird um, but it's the way it's it's like integrated with um loads of your combos and stuff so you know i mean have either of you spent much time with monster Hunter? i don't think you have absolutely none i was going to ask james okay, actually have you played never played any it. monster hunter game Fair never enough. played why it. Yeah. I don't know. Why? It just never. It's it never really well appealed. your street, James. It, no, honestly, you I do think... know why. There must be a reason because this. <laughs> I is think like. I think maybe because when it because when it first came out, it came out on PSP, didn't it? And I never owned one of those. That's right. And I, I it was one of those things where it's kind mm-hmm. of like you know you look at a series and you just think, oh, maybe they, I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to play that. And see, I never, <laughs> never did. I mean, it, yeah, it was it was famously impenetrable for like years and years and years and years and it was only when monster hunter world came out that really like certainly in the west like you know people really started to get it um but yeah i mean this so yeah the wire bug basically just so many things that as a as a monster hunter player you just sort of accept like if you get full-on fucking smacked by the monster right it knocks you back you land on the floor you have to like roll around a bit wait for your character to get up um and it's it's annoying, and it's just a thing you have to you know learn to accept and and manage and hopefully avoid. Um, whereas now it's like you have this this wire bug, and it's got two charges that like refill over time, so you can't like spam it. But if you get knocked back and you've got a wire bug charge, fucking left trigger and B, you're straight back in. Like you just whip it out, pulls you straight back towards the monster again, and it's it's huge. Like it's <laughs> it like it it's so effective at just closing distance and sort of helping you manage. 
um you know the, the spacing between you and the monster which is normally like even just figuring out how to approach the monster can sometimes be a big deal whereas now it's just like whipped straight towards it and it feels amazing it's proper good um so yeah i'm very excited for that to come out it's also it seems to have taken a lot of the nice quality of life stuff uh, from world as well like previous to monster Hunter world the series had for whatever reason stuck with this thing of like every map being split up into zones and there would be a loading screen between them even though it's just supposed to be this one you know like in the in the course of one hunt you might move between sort of five or six different areas in this one map and yeah and, and they would be broken up by loading screens and it was annoying as fuck and i'm pretty sure it wasn't even a technical limitation um for a long time and they just stuck with it and little things like grabbing you know if you find a herb on the ground you press a to pick it up and your character would like crouch down and do a little gathering animation stand back up you know worlds just did away with that you just swipe your hand and you pick the thing up so that's in this one as well um so just loads of little things like that that just take away the friction um basically i'm very excited for this to come out yes what what's happened with monster hunter world are people still playing it because oh god yeah i heard i heard it's been quite quiet recently it, yeah, only only fair, from like sort of anecdotal stuff on Rollmark, I, I I saw people saying, complaining that it was like the servers have been dead and stuff. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, I mean, I'm I'm going back to World slash Iceborne this week because cool. I think I'm allowed to say I'm doing a cane and rinse on it on Saturday. What? Yeah. The sorry. fuck. Um, that's right. Okay. Well, we weren't going to announce it on the show, but that's why Matt's <laughs> not on the show this week. He's so disgusted at Sean that he's refused to be on the podcast with him. Maybe when we Matt, found out, maybe Matt's doing a cane and rinse tonight. Maybe that's fuck why he off. <laughs> James and David's computer game show. That's that's where this is going to be. Could you imagine that every week? I don't want to do this. Well. <laughs> Well, I mean, oh, fuck, you know, maybe we just forgive them. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so basically, you know, like Monster Hunter World came out on PS4 and Xbox and then they sort of released like a slightly jazzed up version of uh, Generations on on the Switch, which was, you know, previously a 3DS game. And it was like, this is, you know, I did want monster hunter on the switch but this is now quite hard to sort of go back to after all the quality of life improvements we've seen in world whereas this rise now seems to be the sort of perfect marriage of the two so very excited what cool. else uh, uh, uh go on, sorry. no cool i, I mean i yeah I, I knew i know uh, a bunch of my friends that really got into monster hunter worlds uh they don't well, play Matt anymore, did for but... a bit didn't he and then john uh, did about, as well i think f- about a week which is is okay. quite good for matt actually yeah yeah um, <laughs> uh but no no I've, i i friends that have racked up hundreds of hours into that game so i'm sure mm. they will i don't even know if they play is this just out on switch so far, yeah. I mean, that infamous uh, Capcom leak the other month uh, revealed that it's coming to PC as well. No, 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 don't count. Um, if it, I mean, yeah, yeah, so they probably won't play it, which is a shame. But I yeah. don't know. It always, you know, traditionally to me, Monster Hunter games were always that handheld game that you saw a group of people at Gaming Expos playing a corner. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it feels like more suited to handheld. But we'll, well see. yeah, because it's for so long. It's you know, it's this multiplayer focused yeah, game. PSP that just... thing, yeah. Yeah, they just didn't even bother putting online playing for ages because they were just like, well, no one needs it. Everyone just meets up and plays <laughs> it. And it's like, the house, it's like, no, I haven't got any friends. <laughs> Capcom, come on. I don't know. I, I do have. 
you, that's it, isn't it? You look how little, like how few friends you've got. Then you think about them owning a PSP. Well, that's cut down a lot of them. <laughs> and then you think of them that might want to play Monster Hunter, and that's when well, the rest of them gone. So, yeah. That's a yeah. hell of a set of filters. Uh, next, <laughs> next thing you know, you're walking up and down the train before a train journey, going, anyone a nerd? <laughs> we well, no, when, when I lived in Shanghai, I used to see loads of people playing it on, on the subway. Yeah, of on course you did, but no one else lives in Shanghai, do they, James? So well, this was it, because it was such a... Yeah, it was, 26 million you know, people, yeah. but yeah. In, <laughs> this is it, yeah, like in the, the East. Show. Um, <laughs> like, it was obviously in Tokyo as well. It was That was the thing. It's like, well, people are much more willing to meet up and play stuff together. Like, online play hadn't taken off in the same way at that point. So, yeah, it just wasn't seen as a priority for ages. Yeah, but they don't have to... If In order to meet up with people and play the game, they don't have to meet up with British people, do they? So it's like, <laughs> that's where it falls apart for us. Yeah. Fucking hell. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, sure, yeah. Which way you voted? Oh, for fuck's sake. Just leave me alone. I just want to get out of it now. A <laughs> uh, couple of VR bits. Uh, I've been playing Gorn again. Um, I think I mentioned this ages ago. I streamed a bit of it. This is the one where it's like sort of cartoonish... Um, sort of barbarians all in a big ring knocking the shit out of each other um, and I'd done the exact same thing that uh, happened last time I reinstalled it um, in that I spent a good couple of hours being like fucking hell this is brilliant why Why did I ever stop playing this and then I got to the same level I did last time where it forces you to have these like like your hands turn into these like crab pincers and initially like oh fuck this is hilarious I can't wait to, to try this out and they're just annoying as fuck you have to, like, in order to kill anyone with him, you have to grab a guy sort of by the, the chest and then grab their head and sort of pinch it and pull it off. But the physics are just weird and fucked and you just can't kill people quickly off. And it's, it's really annoying. And it's such a shame because the rest of the game is hilarious. But there you go. Um, I was, so I'll tell you what, I, mean, I was disappointed when I saw this because I didn't know what this game was and I thought it was something to do mm. with Star Trek. And unfortunately, it's, it's not. And, uh, <laughs> but it does I mean, look like something about... I'd like to try. I'm going to talk about Star Wars now, if that's any mm. any any consolation. No, all right. <laughs> uh, so this is so yeah. So Gorn is on like Steam VR. So I've been playing that sort of streamed to the quest. However, this one, uh, Star Wars: Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, is the new quest native one. Oh um, yeah. I don't know if it's by the people who did Vader Immortal. It's very much in a, a similar vein. Um, <laughs> are you are you gone. solving puzzles and? Climbing certainly am. And... I'm certainly picking some tools up and putting them into things and turning them. And... <laughs> yeah, that's but, no, VR, it's man. good. It's good. I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's not done the. You know, obviously, Vader Mort was like, "No, you, you're not a Jedi. You're just a random guy on a ship. You're not a Jedi." Ah, go on. Yeah, you're a Jedi. We're, we're you know, we're, we're messing with you. I haven't done that yet. I think I am definitely not a Jedi in this one. Um, but it's a much better shooter as a result. Like it's, it seems to focus way more on the shooting stuff. Um, like this, you know, there's a whole intro sequence which is like, yeah, you're just working on a. Uh, like a space station and fucking around with cargo and stuff and then pirates show up and everything goes wrong bloody pirates um, yeah i know fuckers aren't they um it's just like i'm i'm barely you know i think i'm only like an hour into it if that um but the yeah just the the actual like shooting set pieces are incredibly good fun and it has this really nice thing of like so like you know so you've got like a pouch on your chest which has like these little like drone droids that you can pick up and like just chuck into the air and they do like either scan for enemies or they you know shoot enemies distract them or whatever um and then like 
you have like a little health spray on your wrist, right? And it's just such, it's one of those, it's like, it doesn't, probably won't sound that good at all, but it's just an amazing feeling. Being in a firefight and you're like holding a rifle with like both hands, right? And that's shooting at people. And then you just duck behind some cover, fucking reach to your wrist, grab the little spray and just in your face, click it back onto your wrist, grab the gun again and start firing again. And it's just, I was like, fuck, that just, like, because no one had to tell me how to do that. I just saw it. And was just like, oh, that's probably how that works, and just did it, and it did, and it felt great. And yeah, it's just the best one of those in VR. Yeah, just the the little VR moments. moments. It's like, fuck, that was cool. Um, so yeah, I've been properly enjoying that um, so far. I've also been playing a bit of Cubism, um, which is another Quest native one. Um, bang which, out of order to cubes. Is that is that is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not not a fan of cubes. The old Cubism. Um, Maybe Cubist, wouldn't it? Gone yep. short. I mean, no, I was I was half thinking about dropping that anyway, and James just comes along, whacks the, old, the handbrake the on. One, two punch, yeah, yeah um, that would be that will be a moment that Capone Adam will really enjoy. Listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally right. Maybe this will make me sound insane. Um, when you were a kid, did you ever have those rubbers that were like, or erasers, I should say? Um, that was like a cube shape, but you could sort of take it apart, and they were all different oh, shapes. No, no, and... I saw people with them, and I ugh. well, that, that's we me, just Dave. get a normal one, you flash For, prick. Further proof that we would never have been friends if we <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Oh, this one rubs out ink. No, it don't, mate. No, oh no, no, just... not, none of that shit. No, just I know, but that... they're in the same group, is okay, what I'm well. saying. That's so yeah, that, those kids were my friends. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> So it's, it's it's basically that, right? And it, each level is just a series of these 3D shapes and then all the sort of constituent parts are all scattered and you just grab them and you put them in and you figure out the best, you know, the, the correct way to slot them together. It's to like a Krypton factor, right? That's a Krypton factor yeah. around, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. They do that. that sort well, of thing. Big, oh, mate, that was... They should do a Krypton factor. No, they shouldn't. No, I, 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 I nearly <laughs> went into a Eurogamer article then. <laughs> <laughs> have you read those no. come on you, you've not seen them they, just, no, they should mean? make a game about blank and they're always oh, okay. like I look at them and just go don't do this to me <laughs> <laughs> I just get angry at them man and I nearly <laughs> fell into that trap I'm surprised that I'd be astonished if there isn't already a they should do a game about Krypton Factor uh, it's gonna, I mean, that, it's gonna that, that, that article point. must have been written several times over the decades, right? Let me Google it. You carry Surely. on. Maybe there, there must have been a Krypton Factor game. I bet it was rubbish. Um, okay. Yeah, it's just, that is literally it. And it's just it's just one of those nice reminders that, you know, sort of realistic, immersive VR stuff is great. But also sometimes it's really cool if it's just putting, you know, pastel coloured chunks into a shape to make a shape. And it's really nice, and it cost about a fiver, and I've had a really nice time with it. What was that one that we um, played around mats on PSVR that was just like a puzzle game where you sit down and do a puzzle in front of you? Oh, I can't remember. Which one was that? It was, no, yeah, it was PSVR. very similar, wasn't it? It was... Yeah, I can't remember. You had to like, we pick things up and move them. Yeah, yeah I've, I've searched Krypton Factor video game. There doesn't seem to be one. Holy shit. I'm sure there I bet you there is one on the Spectrum. It's Krypton Factor <laughs> ZX Spectrum YouTube. Yeah. Oh, oh man, shit. if if this is has it got like the oh my god that has just burst my <laughs> eardrum. Do you want to hear what the Krypton Factor video game sounds like? I mean, by, by the sounds of it, no. But go on. 
<laughs> okay, let me just bring it up. I need to open up my open it up on my phone now. Ready? Here we go. Yep. It's loading. <laughs> oh, the nostalgia of that that yeah. TV show. Was that that wasn't even the theme, was it? <laughs> no, it's just. <laughs> I, I, I really like that that drum though. That was amazing. <laughs> Well into that. I don't, yeah, um, I, don't, I must admit, I don't remember the, the theme, but uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, cool. Cubism. I, I, sometimes I load it up and I spend about 10 minutes on it and it makes my brain shut up and it's quite nice. How many times have I said the best VR games are the ones where you can just sit down and not think about what you're doing with your body? Yeah. yeah. They're the ones, um, you know, punch, standing up and punching or ducking and shoot. Oh, I don't want to do any of that. Well, this is, yeah, because, you know, I mean, not so much with Star Wars, but like Gone, as fun as it is, and even, you know, as good as the, the quest's, you know, system for warning you if you're about to punch the wall is, um, you, you, you're you constantly holding back. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah, what if I'm just, I'm too quick for it to warn me that I'm about to <laughs> What if my son wall walks in front of me while I'm doing that. an uppercut? I generally don't <laughs> put it on when he's around. I have, yeah. I have put, him, put it on him a few times because he started just going on about roller coasters the other day. Yes. And I was just like and I was just like, I fucking I know what I can do and just got a three quid roller coaster app for the quest. I was like, there you go, mate. <laughs> do you like roller coasters, it. Sean? No. Do, do you do I strike you as a risk taker, Dave? That's not a risk taking though, is you it? You know what I mean? It like, is to bungee, me. Bungee jumping, I would kind of go, Yeah, I'd be a little bit I wouldn't mm. be too happy with that. Roller coasters though. Nah. Roller can't coasters. Do it, mate. Cannot well, do it. This I, is this I is don't what like kills it. Me, so. I don't like it when I'm driving in the car and I go downhill a bit too fast. <laughs> so, <laughs> how about you, James? Oh, I love them. I'm a big fan of the right, roller coaster. That's what? it then. Yeah, that's it. Me and, you, me and you are going somewhere then when lockdown ends because since what? I met Joe when I was 20. So since then, every time I've gone to a theme park, it's been with her. With her and mm. it's been so disappointing. Because she hates roller coasters, she won't go on them. <laughs> so she stands there and watches or waits while I queue up, which I feel guilty about while I'm queuing up. And then I go on it, and I'm not having fun with anyone around, like going around. And um, and I was thinking, well, Harry, Harry, I'd be bang up for roller coaster. He's hates them as well, you know. I mean, really? he's only he's only six, but like even just the normal <laughs> ones, he's like the little kids ones or whatever. He's like, nah, nah. And I'm just like, now Charlie is a nightmare. He's an absolute nutter. So I'm <laughs> hoping that there might be, you know, Harry and Joe can go to the gift shop while me and Charlie are going crazy on the roller coasters. But, but in the meantime, James, me and you, going to Orlando, Florida. <laughs> I, I'd be, I'd be <laughs> well up for that. I love a, love a good roller coaster. Also, I mean, I've got the yeah, same thing because Chen hates them as well. And Rachel hates them. And I made a goal on one once and it was terrible um, because we yeah, went on this no, one. you do feel bad. It was like a water one as well, and she sat like she sat at the front, works. and that wasn't a good idea. No, no, this was like a this was this was at Legoland actually. Log, log run, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it went, she went like it went down, and then it just dumped all the water on her, and she was traumatized. <laughs> she was really upset. It was terrible. I tell you what, we did do. We went to the opening of we went to a celebrity opening of a <laughs> um uh a ride in. Chesington, I think it was the it was the um the Walking Dead ride, um mm. and it was Joe because Joe worked sort of in the industry. Actually, had contacts in the industry. We got invited to like the VIP opening for this ride, 
and they only had a few rides open but one of them was that stealth one you know the one that shoots up into the air and then shoots back down again and i just went joe there's no queue there's no queue I'm going on this four times in a row. Right, you might as well come on for one. And I managed to drag her on it. And honestly, she nearly burst an eardrum. Like the screaming was insane. And I just thought, "Eh, I'm not going to do that again. She was proud of herself, though. I was proud of her. But like, that's one of the. I love that ride. That's great. Matt's definitely a ride guy, right? That's the name. That's the name of the episode, <laughs> right, guy? And, but yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember when we. <laughs> this is bad. When we went to Butlins um, with the, both our families, right? Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> our wives took the kids back for an hour to let us go on the flumes because it was <laughs> because it was toddler week, right? Yeah. There was no one using the flumes, but they were still on. So we mm. could just keep going back <laughs> And we did. And it was embarrassing because the lifeguards were like 19. And there's these two 30-year-old men just repeatedly going on flumes again. You're, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go backwards. <laughs> it's like pathetic. But yeah, yeah. No, of course Matt's into roller coasters. Of course he I is. did see, because uh, obviously, yeah, I didn't want Isaac to spend like, you know, half an hour with a VR headset on because he's only three years old. Um, so I was like, look, that's enough of that. And he was like, well upset. Um, so I was like, look, I'll just, I'll find some on YouTube and stuff. So we were just watching like roller coaster videos on YouTube. Have you seen these ones in Switzerland where you just like, you're just in your own little car. Like everyone's just in like completely on their own and you're just right. flying down fucking mountainsides. They look amazing. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a story about, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's, there's a th- people yeah, there's getting a, injured or dying. There's a thing on Have you seen, that, No, 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 no. There's a thing on Rollmark about that. The, yeah, okay. Have you seen any of the crashes from that? No. Right, okay. It's, I, it's I mean, no point getting into it. it now, but I there's mean... a whole story behind one of those videos that went viral. It ended up on Reddit, didn't yeah, it? And went, and went around. Yeah. yeah. While we're talking about theme parks, though, did you see the preview Shigeru Miyamoto walking around um, Super Yeah, we Nintendo? never, yeah, never talked about that, did we? Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, man. my God. And you know the worst bit about that video? Is yeah. right at the end when he goes, and we're opening in several other locations, and none of them was anywhere near us. Like, <laughs> I was just like, get one over here, please. Because yeah. I look, I, I said to Joe, if we ever go, like, one thing I hate about theme parks is that I can't get out of my head how much of a ripoff they are. Like, it yeah. really pisses me off that if you want a yeah, burger, yeah. it's like 12 quid and it's shit. Yeah, right? yeah well, if it was a good burger, uh, right. Yeah, never you go does. to the gift shop and it's a soft yeah. toy and it's 15 quid and you're like, <laughs> come on. And right. but the one thing that really gets me and it really, really winds me up is the fast tracking stuff. It's yeah. like pay an extra 70 quid and you don't have to queue. That is literally rich people making yeah. poor people's day worse. Like, yeah. that is literally it, right? I hate it. I, ha- I think it's so morally fucked that I get really, really angry about it, right? And I start staring them out as they're getting in front of us to the ride and stuff. <laughs> and, but, but, like, I said to Joe, if we ever go to this, like, Super Nintendo world, no matter where it is, right, that is the one instance where I said, I'm going to save up way too much money and not care about money while we're in there. 
Like, mm-hmm. if I see a Mario t-shirt that I want, I'm going to have it. I mean, if Harry <laughs> sees a Mario t-shirt that he wants, he's going to have it. Um, all of that shit. Those bands, yeah. what, what? Oh, look at these bands. You could do all these activities. Yeah, they're 20 quid. Oh, fine. Just get me get me the bands because I'm doing the activities. <laughs> you see, that's me with the, the Star Wars one. Yeah, I was saying that as well. Yeah. Would you get that $300 lightsaber, though? Oh, don't know. That's probably a bit much. But <laughs> it looked pretty cool. Did you? Think, have you not seen any of the stuff from that? No, I haven't really. It's one of those where I'm like, I don't really want to know too much about it because I want to just go there and be like, oh yeah, I am literally in Star Wars now. Do you know That's what? Sure. Yeah, I guess. I was yeah. gutted because we went we went to Disneyland's like Shanghai last time we were in China, oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. that that was supposed to have like the whole Star Wars bit as well, and it was closed mm-hmm. for the day that we went. Because they were like Fuck. redoing oh, it, and no. I was, I was gutted. Oh, I was absolutely gutted. I ended up going on the Tron light cycle many, many times to get over it um, because <laughs> there was not much else to do. <laughs> well, where's Dad? He's on the Tron light cycle. Yeah, Why he's, he's light he's cycling still disappointed about Star Wars? No, I did that thing that you did with the flumes, but I just kept going round and round and round because we got there early and just <laughs> crying. Just crying, trying, tr- yeah, just trying not to feel anything. That was where I had that photo done with um with Woody, and uh, yeah, that was, that was a- <laughs> okay. Let's not question it. Let's move on. People are going to want to see that now, James. That's the problem. That's mm. not going to happen. Is uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. At JCA Farley on Twitter, right? Um, anything uh, else, Sean? That's that's all the games I've played. That's it, <laughs> James. Um, I finished Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, hey. last, last time I talked about this game, I I thought I was close to the end. Turns out I wasn't. I was only about halfway through, and <laughs> felt felt quite annoyed as as the game went on. Um, because it's about as I do think it's about as twice as long as it needs to be, or it needed yeah. to be. It was ridiculous, like how long that game was. And even do though you think that there was are... the case, right? Do you think that was the case, or is it more? I think that it could have been that long. But so much got cut towards the end of development that the second half of the game really felt like it I dragged. I don't know because there's or loads it, of the, there's loads of know. filler in there, isn't there, James? Yeah. yeah, and that that's the problem because it's completely ruined by constant busy work, like just yeah. and like just wasting time, like of having to just go from place to place, just you know, just to talk to somebody, and you it and going from planet to planet and like going from system to system. Each time it takes like you know a couple of minutes to do that, really, you know, to like get to where you need to go to, just to have a quick conversation with someone. It's like, oh no, it's on this planet, and then you've got to go, you know, all the way over to the other one or whatever. Um, you the play, were you is, playing on the S? I was playing on the Series S, and it so was, was the loading times decent. No, the, lo- or was it still the loading times were fine. It was quick, like it was quick at, at loading stuff. It's just the the thing of having to like go from like from planet to planet is not quick yeah. because not because of loading, just because of the just you know the mechanics of having to do that. And even though there are some really nice story beats in there that I really did enjoy, the fact that it's so padded out, particularly you know in the second half of the game really ruined it for me like in a big way i mean i only cared about two characters like throughout the entire game the rest of them were just non-entities you know and you could never say that about any of the previous mass effect games like the most of the characters Mm. in those games were fantastic and really interesting and great to spend time with but this one just didn't care really didn't care about any of them at all and that's james because sorry james just for everyone else's benefit so james was asking me if i romanced anyone (laughs) and not only could i not remember but I couldn't remember any of the crew. <laughs> I couldn't. <Yeah. laughs> like, it wasn't even like, oh, yeah, it probably would have been this person or this. Literally. I remember the pilot. Nothing. 
because wasn't was that the one where the pilot was struggling between religion and a science science belief? There was her, yeah, was and then there's a Solarium okay. as well, who was also yeah. She she wasn't really a pilot. She was um like did scanning and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah. yeah, but still, she was all right, but not really very interesting. <laughs> I mean, none of them were very interesting at all. I mean, I, I like PB. Mm. Like she was the only character I thought was interesting. And uh, which one was she? Oh, is that the AI that's in your head? No, no, she was the Asari. No. The Asari, sorry, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so she she was reasonably interesting, but most of the characters really not interesting. And Drac, like Drac, wasn't too bad. You know the the Krogan, he was he oh, yeah, was yeah. a reasonably good character, but it just it went on for so long, and it was one of those things where I by the because there were so many side quests as well, like ridiculous, like just tasks of you know go here, scan this or whatever. And the whole the problem with that is okay, it's fine, you can ignore that if you want to, but then it does affect like the the rating that you get for like you know like the ending and for like building up your crew and everything and so i just decided at one point i was like okay i'm just gonna not completely mainline this because if i do that i'm gonna get a rubbish ending and it's not gonna be very good instead i'm just gonna do the friendship quests instead like i'm just gonna get the loyalty Mm. stuff down and (laughs) do those sorts of side missions but then what it kept doing with that which killed me was that every time that you thought that you were kind of the end of something it would then throw in another like thing that was just like (laughs) Now you've got to go to this bar and just chat with somebody. And it wasn't even interesting conversation. It was never interesting conversation or anything at all. And that mm. that's what killed me with the game. Like, every time I was getting close to the end, I just thought, I mean, even the end of the game, you get through, like, the whole... Like, it goes past the credits, and then it brings up more missions to do. And they're just missions where you're not even doing missions. You're just chatting with somebody, and it's not even interesting. And this is the thing that annoyed me the most about the game, that I thought was nowhere near as good as the first three games. You know, in, in like, in the others, whenever you, like, sort of made decisions, it felt like it mattered. Like that, there was some sort of like, yeah, there, there was like the sort of the you know, the good, the bad, you know, sort of consequences for it. In this, mm. I didn't feel like anything mattered at all that I was deciding in this game <laughs> at all. Okay. I thought it just didn't matter. No one cared at all, like what was going on. Okay, yeah, like I, I can't remember <laughs> no. a single consequence for anything. Yeah, I, I mean, did, like it, for me, it was. I mean, and obviously, I'm you know half remembering stuff from years ago. Um, like, but I just I remember like the gulf between. The occasional massive set piece and most, like you know, ninety percent of the game, which is just shitey busy work, is just huge. Like, yeah, there were just sections where I'm like, "Holy fuck, this is like a different game." Yeah, like, you know, when you where that that last bit where you're storming that like that final planet, mm-hmm. um, and that I thought that was incredible at the time, and it was just and 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 I was saying like some of the friendship missions, I think it was. Was it Liam's in particular? Where I was just like, did they get someone else in to write and make this? Yeah, because it was just, it was just like such a huge shift. Um, where yeah, but then compare that to oh, you've found an alien egg. There's another forty nine. Yeah, going uh, like, fuck off. Like, it's, see, it's and not it's, just and that. so unnecessary that stuff. Like, but there was even sorry, stuff man. like like towards the end of the game, you have to make decisions based on like you know survival and who's going to survive and who's not going to survive. And I thought, okay, there's going to be consequences to this. There was none, like, at all. Like, I I was expecting that the race that I'd kind of, like, was not so bothered about compared with, like, the ones that I chose would be annoyed. No one said a thing. No one said anything. And I was just like, I'd I'd be annoyed, like, if, if I'd made that decision. Nothing. Like, nothing at all. And that, I mean, the thing is, like, what you said, Sean, about how this was developed in a very short period, like, period of time, wasn't it? It Like, mm, they did, yeah, yeah. like, they had years of it being kind of directionless, and then they spent, like, mm. 12, 
16 months or whatever, like crunching on it or whatever. And it is amazing yeah. that they got this amount of content like together with this. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah. that it's as coherent as it is, like considering yeah. that. But they would have been so much better served by just making this so much more focused and less bothered about it being having to be big. Like, and less bothered mm-hmm. about having to visit all these planets. I'm sure that that's a holdover from when it was going to be procedurally generated, where they were just yeah. like, we've got to have all these planets, we've got to have all these places you go to. Don't bother. Just have like a small number, but some really tight, interesting stories. And it totally mm. fails to do that. And that's why I got to the point where I was starting to feel annoyed, because I was just thinking, this is just throwing more story at me, but it's not good. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I feel yeah. like I'm having to get through it so that I can get to the stuff that is good. And that's where I started to jump off it and feel irritated. And why Chen came they down had... and saw me playing it and was just like, why are you playing this still? You look so miserable. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just getting through to the end. I just want to finish it. How many it. times has she said that to you, James? <laughs> quite a few life. times. Yeah, quite a few <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah. Can, I, can I just, to summarise then, James, mm. the year is 2021. How many hours have you put into Mass Effect Andromeda? Uh, can I include 2020 as well? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's about 40 hours, I think it was. So, which is 40 yeah. hours. Yeah. It's currently 2021. Is Mass Effect Andromeda a good game? No. That's well, 40 hours well spent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. No, it's annoying because it's a game that has there's potential. There was real potential yeah. here to do something interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. particularly because where the story goes is great. Like there's some really really interesting things connected with the first three games as well, and it totally yeah. blows it. Like because of that, and it's it's that's what upset me. Well, you should maybe let I don't know if EA know. Maybe you should write an email <laughs> let them know that you weren't a fan of Mass Effect but Andromeda. That, that's the thing. Well, I was saying is... to Sean, like we were yeah. talking about this, like in on like WhatsApp. It's like. They, it fe- oh, I have, yeah. to me, this feels like this game was sent out to die. Like because it wasn't mm. part of EA's like games as a service future, they were like just send it out, kill it, whatever. It's and it's just such a shame. Uh, it's just such a shame. Well, this and yeah, and I was saying to James, it's it was. I remember it was just horrible because it was obviously you know all the the fuss around when it launched and the bad animations and dialogue and, <laughs> and all that stuff, which was funny to be fair. Um, it was, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was. I remember there was like one week. Suddenly, people who were playing the multiplayer, which is fine, by the way, multiplayer's all right. But I don't think it was as good as Mass Effect 3's, But then that had, you know, that was way better than it had any right to be. Um, people were still playing it, and then suddenly one day they were like, "Oh shit, we're like, pi- I can't remember if they were like picking up items or something." But basically, like new bits of story were being filtered into it, and it was about like the I think it was about the Quarians, or it was one of the other races that we didn't really see in Andromeda. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's hinting at DLC. And then it was like a week later, EA confirmed nothing else is happening with Andromeda ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. fuck, man. It's, yeah. it's like James says, there's, there's, like, yeah, it's not great, but there was potential there. And it's it's sad that we'll never get to see, you know, what that game could have been if, you know, the game that we ended up with was worked on for more than 12 to 18 months. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe that was shame. the case then, because if, if EA was so focused on this, uh, you know, games as a service thing maybe they were told look you can't put out a 15 hour mass effect game mm. you know what i mean it needs to be mm. 40 and then they stretched it and pumped it yeah. with stuff maybe that's how it happened i don't know it's, 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 and, and it makes it's you wonder like obviously if they, right? if they did it now i think people are way more receptive to shorter and more focused games than they were in, you know four or five years ago but yeah this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this could have been a very good like 20 hour game 
Like, I really think it could have been like it could have been so much better, but just the padding, man. It's just oh. yeah. Yeah, they need they need to bring out new games now, don't they? So we're not talking about massive massive things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay, we done with the games we've been playing. Yep, sounds like it. Let's yeah. uh, let's read a few emails out. Question, James. James, ooh, James, ooh, it's ooh. half ten. It's half ten. We're on to the questions. I know, I know. I'm, I just don't say that because you know now this is going to go on for another hour and a half or something stupid. Well, what annoys me is that oh. we've slowly been building up and releasing like three hour shows every week, <laughs> and this one is probably going to be around the two hour, two hours and a quarter mark. I guarantee <laughs> we'll get someone complain about it. <laughs> Gary, it's fine it. because it's, this is the Mass Effect Andromeda if it was done right special podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's the episode title Mass Effect Andromeda special <laughs> the, the verdict <laughs> oh, please do that please do that <laughs> okay no one will download uh, right. it but yeah if let's go you want to contact us for some ungodly reason, visit tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Ricky Cartwright says, hey guys, love the podcast this week and it's great to have you back. I enjoyed listening to the Cyberpunk chat. I wanted to ask you guys a question related to it that I haven't heard anyone else discussing. Do you think that games media have dropped the ball with their coverage of this game? Were they acting too much like fawning fanboys instead of critical journalists? Considering how much of a mess this game was, I find it strange that in, a, in the run-up to release, I didn't hear anyone in the games media expressing any concerns about the game's quality. For the game's entire development right up until release, the message from the games press seems to have been universally that this game will be amazing, it's going to be the game of the year, etc., Obviously, the developers were trying to hide the game's flaws from the media, but bearing in mind how big the problems are with this game, I find it hard to believe that there weren't signs that there were going to be problems that the media could or should have picked up on. To be honest, I don't consume a huge variety of gaming media, so maybe some people were reporting on potential issues and I missed it. However, it does seem that as a journalistic body that's reporting to their readers or viewers on expensive media purchases, the game's press must take some responsibility for how this has turned out. I'm certain that a large portion of the pre-sales were down to the articles, reports and comments from various games media personalities that this game would be incredible, and if they were reporting this without the due diligence of critically assessing it or spotting the development warning signs, then they'll fail their audience. What what are your thoughts on this? I I think you're being a bit harsh, to be honest with you. That's my initial reaction. I think um, the media can only really report on what they've seen and what they've been presented. And we all know that that's taken with a pinch of salt, especially previews that where they're, you know, being shown stuff in very uh, controlled situations. Um, Well, yeah. And like any, any preview is it's like any, any unfinished game is going to have bugs and is going to maybe seem like a piece of shit. And you do just have to apply a bit of, you know, like, well, you know, obviously they're going to fix 90% of this. Um, so, but then even then, I, I thought a lot of the, you know, we, we were saying the other week that, like, I thought some of the, the previews were still quite guarded. Like, no one was, like, you know, like, full of praise for it. There, there was I a think, lot of, like... Do you reckon the, the marketing... Do you reckon the marketing around things may have given that perception that the whole of the media... Because I, I, I mm. found the same thing, that a lot mm. a lot of the media that I was listening to and watching and reading, um, they were hopeful, but concerns were yeah. cropping it was up also, leading yeah. up was to also launch. All that stuff before as well about like crunch and all that kind of thing that was going on that they were talking about a lot. And I don't know, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. but that fact, doesn't relate to the quality of the game, though, does no, it? No, but, no, but the fact that it had been delayed so many times, like over a period of time... It felt to me like there was people were kind of saying this is a bit of a worry. 
like all of this. Not yeah, like the, the, the media in general but... were clearly not giving CD Projekt Red an easy time of it. Um, no. And then, like you know, and if you look at the reviews, like obviously, you know, so you go on, you go on Metacritic. Of course, there are people right at the top who are just like, ah, oh, fucking hell, this is the best game ever. It's yeah. perfect. Of course, there's a few of those. Um, but a, a quick glance, not any outlets I read on a regular basis. Um, but then, and yeah, and like all of, even a lot of the positive reviews, I mean, you know, so yeah, the game I have played, the PC version, um, you know, with some like, you know, quite annoying bugs and stuff. I think even with those removed, to me, it's it's like a solid eight out of 10 game, right? Um, well, yeah, and, 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 and I think also it's important to note that some of those bugs, uh, the game, imp- the, 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 you know, the top end gaming press that get to play these games before release to, you know, release their reviews, um, they're used to playing games with bugs in them because exactly. they tend and to the, be before the day one patches release. You know? Exactly. And the message is always like, yeah, there's going to be a day one or day zero patch yeah. and usually that's fine and that's that sorts everything out so yeah you, you can usually you have to just you know take it with a pinch of salt really um well so and yeah and obviously a lot of writers will have felt incredibly i mean not not embarrassed i, I like most reviews i i looked at even the you know the ones that loved it were like yes but it is also quite fucked like i don't i didn't see anyone completely ignoring that fact i don't think but wasn't um, there also a thing whereby like reviewers weren't given like the console versions of this anyway? Like, that's so they right. Yes, that's no, right. Yeah, and and uh, you know that's that's a red flag. But we've we've had situations like that before where that hasn't been an issue, or yeah. at least I've read about that happening before. And and you know it's not a new thing for a game to be reviewed in the best possible situation. You know, um, games have been reviewed in offices where they're made you know and obviously the hardware there is going to make try and make it look and play as well as it possibly can yeah i mean obviously um, you don't you don't hear about it so much these days but like they used to basically send journalists on holiday for a week and you'd play the game in a nice hotel somewhere and you know as i say it doesn't tend to happen these days because there's obviously concerns that it will skew people's opinions i should be clear not that it's much of a holiday because you still as a journalist you're still spending eight hours a day playing the fucking game even if the, even if the game's good it's it's work but yeah like they, these were the circumstances under which games would sometimes be reviewed um, so i think i think it's hard it's hard to literally point the finger at them i mean i don't know mm. all the reviews you read and maybe you did come across a few or or the usual channels you get your reviews from they they did take that stance where they were over hyping it and clearly you know dropped the ball with things uh, maybe got caught up in hype. I'm not saying that's impossible. What I'm saying is that it doesn't really reflect the reviews that I was reading and the opinions that I was hearing when that game came out. Um, mm. And the people that were um, raving about it seemed to genuinely enjoy it, but also have reservations about the bugs and how it was going to run on console. I mean, that mm. was the that was the phrase I heard a lot. I don't know how this is going to run on the PS4. Or the Xbox yeah. One. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how it's possible. Turns out, yeah. it's not really. Mm. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I mean, so, don't yeah. get me wrong. I like. I don't envy anyone who had to review this. A, just for the fact of you know how big the game was, and then obviously if you finally get your copy of it and you're playing it, and you're like, oh, there's actually quite a few problems here. But but like, but it is a complicated game to discuss because there is a lot to love about it. It's just you've got. A, maybe dig a bit more for it than maybe people wanted to 
but also the fact they only had about a week to play it as well. So they were probably smashing through the campaign. And like if you just if you play that game and you just mainlined all the, the campaign stuff, you're seeing all the most polished cinematic stuff and maybe not clocking that there's like the stuff around that is not half as well fleshed out. Bit of a Mass Effect Andromeda, if you will. <laughs> That's harsh. Um but it's yeah. It's just a whole weird set of circumstances under which to review this game. But that said, as I say, I, I do think, I'm pretty sure every review I saw was like heavily caveated with there are bugs and we played the PC version because that is all we've had access to. And obviously, you know, IGN did, you know, their, their review of the PC version, I think got a 90 and then they did a separate review of the console versions, which was just like, do not fucking buy this game. It's a disaster. So... Mm. It's, yeah, it's a whole mess. I, but yeah, overall, I don't think anyone's been, you know, professionally or you know, or unprofessional rather. I don't think anyone's been dishonest. Um, and and I will say this, and this might sound cynical, and I might review this next week when I've heard me say it back, right? <laughs> yeah. But there's something in the back of my mind that's thinking: if you're relying on reviews to decide whether you're going to buy a game or not then by the time you decided whether to buy this game or not, you would have realised that the the PS4 and the yeah. Xbox One versions fucked. I mm-hmm. think I think you would have already have purchased the game before reading yeah. those reviews, yeah. um, which I'm not sure I'm fully behind that opinion. I need to think about that more. Maybe that's a dicky <laughs> thing to say, I don't know, but uh, that's where my brain's at tonight. I know what you, I know what you mean, though. <laughs> like, like, I don't yeah, how do I say this without sounding cynical? Like, the marketing was slick as fuck. And I, and I oh, don't gotcha. believe it was, you know, I'm not saying it was like an in, in an intentionally dishonest way, but like, as as a consumer, I, I was fully swept up by it. I couldn't fucking wait for that game. And it's and it's good. I do like it, but it's not the second coming, you know. Um, so I do wonder if, like, you know, among people's perceptions, it's like, well, you, you see all the marketing, you see how slick it is, and then you see a game say, like, it's, you know, 9 out of 10, there are some bugs. You you look at the 9 out of 10 because that's that confirms what you wanted to hear, right? Yeah, but that's a statement, but, though. 9 out of 10, yeah, no, that's not that, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that's what I mean. So the journalist hasn't been dishonest, but it, it's the, there's the temptation to be like, oh, apparently there's bugs, but whatever. <laughs> you know? I was a I was saying to I mean as a consumer I was saying mm. to um James like what James sort of said to me have you heard about all these bugs in Cyberpunk like mm. about a week before it come out mm-hmm. and um I said yeah but we we played Fallout games <laughs> Do you know well, what I mean Yeah exactly exactly um, and you know so, and yeah and, we, and we've heard from listeners who are like yeah it's a bit buggy so what Yeah you know? yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah it's just okay. it's it's one of those games like we I think we'll be we'll be picking it apart for a long time. Yes, um, for sure. Both in terms of the game we ended up with, the the journey to it getting there. I think it's it's gonna be a case study for a, a lot of things <laughs> for, for some time to come. Um For sure. But yeah. Right. Next question. Jamie says, due to the COVID and some other circumstances, my two week Christmas holes were spent solo in my flat, which was a bit fucking depressing. What ended up being a great source of entertainment and comfort was going back through old TCGS episodes, and I wanted to oh, say man, thank really? you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, it says, are there any games, movies, TV, etc., that you go back to for comfort when stuff's a bit wank? He also says, best wishes for 20, uh, a better 2021. Titanfall 2 was robbed. 
Uh, cheers, I totally agree. Um, <laughs> not really. I mean, I, I guess we were doing that with FIFA. Uh, I mean, I've spoken about it on the show. I guess we mm. were doing it with FIFA. It was something to focus on. Animal Crossing, mm. we've mentioned. I yep. think uh, something that really helped me out when I was really low was a, a, a comedy show called Ted Lasso. We blitzed through that oh, whole yeah. series. And my God, that, that show is so feel good that by the end of it, like you start watching it and you go, oh my God, this is one of the most cheesy, awful comedies I've ever seen in my life. And then from about episode three, you're like, I love every single one of these characters and it's make it's surprising at every opportunity. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've not seen Ted Lasso, don't be put off um, by the fact that it's a football-based comedy, because <laughs> really, it's not about football at all. Um, yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a wonderful television program. So that no, really helps us out, actually. I will get on that because I've I've blagged a mate's Apple TV login. So <laughs> oh, you absolutely have to watch that, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's no, it, go into it. It's brilliant. It, it, I enjoyed it. It pisses on all of the rules of comedy for the past like. 20 years or since mm. the office come out you know um and at first you're like this is like one of those 70s comedies where it's cheap jokes like char- the characters are so cartoony that it's ridiculous mm. and then it just oh man you fall in love with it so much it's so good <laughs> yeah cool no, james james what's your answer i'd love to hear this i was feeling um, right right well, yeah, there's, there's definitely. I have, I have <laughs> gone back to that many times because it is a comfort kind of thing uh, to play through. That's right. um, but I think in terms, I mean, like Star Trek, I go to back to that frequently uh, when I'm feeling like that because I do find it very comforting uh, for some reason. And um, yeah, I guess I mean Animal Crossing as well has been brilliant for that. You know, sort of you know to keep going back to. Yeah, The Office as another yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, repeats. loads of old old comedy shows and stuff like that. I often go back to. Yeah. Sean? Um, so, I, I mean, this is more of a specific one, but I was, I mean, I ended up having a really good Christmas, but in the run up to it, like the few days before, I was, you know, I mean, some year, I mean, this year especially, just like I'm not feeling this at all. Like, I've, it hasn't hit me yet. Um, yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> it's so good. Fucking, this is some of the some of the quotes in that we still say to each other. Is Rusty still in the navy? <laughs> we say that to each other all the time. Um, <laughs> over oh, Christmas, such a good film. Um, it is a good one. So yeah, that and that properly like just like fucking catapults me into it when I when I need it. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I think that's, I mean, I, I definitely had a phase of like the shit. It was full. Sorry, <laughs> go on, go on. Um, I, I had a phase of watching. Uh, I think you should leave on repeat. When oh I was going god, bit, that's good. Yeah, like when I was going a bit mad working from home, and I was just and there was there was a, a good god. It must have been a couple of weeks where I was like during work hours. I was just like, I don't want this to ever not be on. Yeah, I just I just yeah. had it on a loop. Yeah. For yeah, ages. I did that with the Run the Jewels albums from one yeah. through to four. I, li- I for about two months. I listened to them one, two, three, four, one, two, three, every single day for about two months. It was weird, but good. <laughs> I love that stuff. Um, uh, right. But... Uh, Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS Cortanas, while your predictions for 2021 were exceptionally entertaining, the start of the new year can get tedious with chatter about beginnings and promises rarely kept. So I'm going to ask you about the end. 
Which game do you feel has best prepared you for an apocalyptic situation, like Shaun and the, the Shaun and the Dead lads using Resident Evil to get them through a tough time? I could see James donning the bandana from Days Gone to get shit done. <laughs> Go on, um, James. Def- definitely Days Gone. I'm getting a motorbike <laughs> and I'm going off. <laughs> Rocket League, because when, yeah. <laughs> when, yeah, when the world's gone, I'm gonna get a big inflatable football. Go down my local wreck with a car, with my car, because I don't need it anymore, and I'm going nowhere. And I'm just going to drive it around, <laughs> fucking try and score goals with it. That's that's what I'm going to do. You know, you're instantly supposed to go. Oh yeah, how am I going to kill people to survive? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get a big inflatable ball, go down the wreck, and drive it around and try and get it into the goals. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to do. No, I'm, I'm going to put the bandana on, and I'm going to drive around on my bike, and I'm just going to mutter to myself. Like things, it's gonna be great. So you're <laughs> gonna it? fall off on the first corner. Have you ever ridden a motorbike? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. Although you I know did, those I used... ones where you see them racing and they lose their balance and they go wobbly. That's James from the motorbike <laughs> at four miles an hour. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've, neither of you have watched Soy Sunny in Philadelphia, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I watched uh, it. Uh, Country Mac. Uh, I don't know the references like, though. About three I watched listeners about f- just went, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched about four or five seasons and I've got okay. kind of got a little bit. I mean, that's, got a bit yeah, that's probably enough. Me. Probably enough, yeah, yeah, to yeah. be honest. Um, a bit much. What, uh, what's my answer for this question? Did you, did, you ever, did you ever play I Am Alive? I think I did. That, with that, that downloadable Ubisoft, <laughs> but, you know, back when a downloadable game was like a sort of, sort of <laughs> bit of a novelty. Um, that was weird. Because it was like it was like this post-apocalyptic game where you'd meet people and they would need like an item that you'd have to find elsewhere, and you just oh, and no, sometimes you just w- you just wouldn't have the thing, and then you'd be like, "Well, I better go and find it," and then they'd be like, "Going like, please don't leave me. I need my cigarette case or whatever." Yeah, and you'd be like, "No, I'm not. I'm not. Go- I'm not. Go- I'm coming back. I'm going to go and find it." But there was no option to. I don't know. <laughs> Were they still there when you come back? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And they, they, did they react to it? Did they go, oh. Okay. Oh, sorry, I thought you were... Oh, cheers. That's my cigarette case, thank you. What about, um, <laughs> what about Breath of the Wild? Learn how to cook. Learn how to kill. Learn how to yep. save villages. Yep. Yeah? You could take out Calamity Ganon. Oh, yeah, and that is, that is a post... You forget that Breath of the Wild is a post-apocalyptic game. Yeah, when, when someone says post-apocalyptic, you instantly think Fallout, right? But what yep. if it's not like that? What if it's all right? I've definitely told this story before. When I got Fallout 3, I got this special edition. Shouldn't have bothered. But um, there was a little, you know, little making of book. And yeah, there was just a section in that that were like, oh, you know, we wanted this to be all scientifically accurate. And we're like, right, what would it actually look like, you know, 100 years after all the nukes went off? And there's like, oh, it'd be really beautiful and great. Because humanity's yeah. fucked off, and all the plants would be like, "Way, let's go!" Um, yeah, and the like, all the buildings would be leveled, and there'd just be beautiful forests everywhere. Imagine that so a Fallout like, game. Yes, Horizon Zero. You come out the vault. Yeah. yeah, you come out the vault, and people are going, "You're all right." Yeah, <laughs> just got out of the vault. Yeah, fucking, that was mad, wasn't it? We're out now. What do you want to do? I don't know. Well, there's a town there. Is there, oh, is there raiders and mon- monsters? Mm-hmm. No, it's empty. We no, just really. set it up. We're going to play some table tennis at eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got some uh, eight out basically... for help out. We're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, 
That is Breath of the Wild, though, isn't it? It's like the, the world no. is already recovering. No, no, it's not recovered at all, is it? There's a massive monster fighting a princess in the centre of it. Yeah, and but it's no scattered one with massive knows tank that. Things. That's just all sealed away. There's like all the everyone villages have started rebuilding and stuff. Everyone, everyone knows that. There's those huge, great big things that wander around and shoot things at you and goblins yeah, in little camps. Yeah, but they're camps. all in the middle. Everyone just avoids that. <laughs> okay, like you yeah, just see right. loads of people just travelling about and they're just like, eh, was, you know, they used to it's be It's totally more, fine. More what is that massive <laughs> bird thing? Like, come on, Sean. <laughs> no, they're all just like, because... oh, they, they, yeah, there used to be more buildings. There used to be more people. Well, so what? <laughs> There's an elephant pissing on a whole town from a great height. You have to go and stop that. Yeah, but you fix it. And it's the water place anyway, <laughs> so they're not that bothered. It. It's the water <laughs> Point is, it's quite a che- as, as apocalypses go, it's one of the more cheerful ones. It is, but it could be more cheerful. <clears throat> what yeah. if someone said, look, we found a generator, we found a DVD player, we found a TV, and we've got a copy of season one and two of The Office. Mm-hmm. So come round to mine at six, we'll do that, and we'll eat the berries. <laughs> like, brilliant. I'll play a game like that. I wouldn't. It'd be boring. It'd be dull. I want to shoot things. Next question. Alex B. Good evening, TCGS Co. I'm Google forming in as I recently bought Disco Elysium on Steam following your very positive reviews of it. However, following the announcement of the final cut with some added content, I'm not sure whether it's worth leaving it dormant in my Steam library until March or just playing a very slightly inferior experience now. Any insight would be appreciated and thanks for keeping up the great podcast throughout two or is it three or one lockdowns uh, just late last year. Uh, I played through Yakuza 0 and Nier Automata, which James and Sean recommended, which are now some of my favourite games of all time. Thanks and hope you're well, Alex. Um, nice. I would hold on, I think. Yeah, I would I, like, I'm well. not, yeah like, I'm not saying the final cut is going to be like radically different. Um, I think that the main, I mean, aside from any like, you know, substantially new content, I think just the fact that everyone's got full voice acting in the new yeah, one that'd is going to be, be help. Yeah. I mean, I, we never really talked about this, did we? Because that was a fascinating answer to the problem of, you know, we said like, oh, well, if they put it on the Switch, like that's a lot of reading you're going to have to do. No, it isn't. Yeah. If you can just <laughs> no, listen no, to the dialogue acting, instead. Yeah. Um, Some of the voice acting is a bit weak, though, isn't it? I hope it is. They've I hope they address that a yeah. bit. I hope they've really recorded. As long as Kuno's fine, um, then it's okay. Yeah, Kuno needs to say exactly. <laughs> but then as even Kuno, like, uh, so oh, this is coming to Switch, isn't it? Like, it's it's definitely yeah, yeah. happening. Is yes. it? Yeah. Okay, but is it going to get the final cut one? And is it when yeah. is it coming out? Yeah, March, Why? I think. Yeah, I think. I'm not, You're I'm the news guy. Suddenly unsure. Um, but yeah, every, everything's getting... So yeah, basically the the, ver, the console version is the final cut version and anyone who's got it on Steam is getting a, a free upgrade, I believe. Oh, I might okay. play that again. Or I you might can pay it. 250 quid for the stupid fucking limited edition for pricks. I've been, you know, I've been very disappointed with the way they've handled merchandise. Um, <laughs> I've not, I've not <laughs> tweeted about this because like I'm pretty the sure that... This is time you've mentioned I, it on the show. I don't think we've talked about it on the show, have we? We were talking yes. about it in WhatsApp the other week. 100%. You've mentioned it on the show. Okay. Well, it's still shite. I haven't <laughs> tweeted about it because I'm think i pretty sure the official Disco Elysium account still follows me. And I don't want to upset them, but... Ah, oh, the merchandise is fucking wank. There you go. Sorry, Sean. Sorry, yeah, guys. it's all right. It's not your fault. Um, <laughs> Jamie John says, Dear TCGS, uh, wishing you all a belated Happy New Year. My question is this. If you could quit your day jobs and make a living out of talking about, writing about, or streaming games, would you? Why stroke why not? No. No. 
No, yeah, it's a no from me as well. I, I, <laughs> yeah, like obviously on no the one interest. hand, it sounds amazing, but you just sort of think, I'm in, I'm in my mid thirties. I'm in my mum's car. Broom, mm, broom. Yeah, Sorry, uh, it, I don't know uh, why that came into my head then. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and you just sort of think, well, like at the moment, I have a career that theoretically will last me until retirement age. How long can I carry on? talking about video games and trying to be funny before it starts to get a bit embarrassing that is true that is very true i mean that's, like that's, saying, a, that's a terrible thing to would say you like to be obviously... a footballer yeah but i'm 36 now <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like but and that's it's bollocks right because obviously people who play games are getting older by the time we're 50 there'll be you know there'll be enough of an audience for you know, who want to hear 50 year olds talking about playing games but at the moment it seems Odd, would we right? have to would we have to like slide into the digital foundry thing because they get away with it, don't they? That's true. Yeah. Um, I, for me, it's just more that a it's my hobby, and turning a hobby into a career is not necessarily a bad thing, but potentially could ruin something that you absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think it just feels like a really unstable thing to do. You there know what I mean? That. Yeah. I like the security of knowing that I've got the job that I have and and I'm going somewhere with it. And like I don't know where you would go from there. I mean and say like so say you quit your job tomorrow, Dave, and we were like, right, TCGS full time and you know, it pays <laughs> yeah. well and you know, we, we we have a good twenty years, twenty twenty five, thirty years of that. Yeah. And then you're in your you're in your mid sixties. And then you've got to be, and then like, right, it's it's all wrapped up now. It's you know we're we're done. I've got to find another job. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick pick up my pick up my career. Can you imagine like how you feel by that point? For starters, you said I'm mid sixties in twenty years. Sorry, I said I said like twenty five thirty. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> Could you imagine James doing the news when he, he'd be yeah. no, you'd be seventy? But like, you imagine James doing the news in that situation. Oh, there's a new VR. It'll just kill me. Um, but do you I mean like you'd have to go into a job interview and be like, "So I was, I was an architect back in the twenty tens." A real architect? No, it's a long story. <laughs> Don't let me go. I've got to specify that I wasn't actually an architect, otherwise Matt tries to call me out on it. Um, and then you're like, oh, and then what did you do? Well, I fucked around with my mates for 30 years talking about video games, and for some reason people yeah. very kindly paid us money for it, and now that's over, so I guess I'm back to the old uh, drawing buildings. So Welcome <laughs> welcome to the government. da 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 <laughs> Sorry, um, you know I mean? James. I mean, and again, this this is all sort of weird. Um, I guess it, it, I'm revealing all sorts of hang-ups I have about the legitimacy of talking about computer games for money. Um, but I would feel silly going back into a, a job interview and being like, "Oh, well, this is what I did." Just pissed about. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that is definitely putting it down because, but you yeah. know, people have made an excellent career out of it, and they'll have yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Sean, yeah. you that's out of order, mate. Um, I have I, you know, and I was also thinking, like, we definitely know podcasters who are fifty or thereabouts. So, I put apologies to oh all. Oh my them. god, Sean, you've offended um, everyone. Yeah, uh, James. Anyway, no, Cane I mean... and Rinse is available on your go. Go on, uh, James. Go on, this. <laughs> 
No, just like you, That's I like to cool. keep these things kind of separate, really. I like this as a hobby, yeah. and, you know, something to look forward to. You know, I mean, I do look forward to it, kind of. And um, yeah, it's, it's something which is a bit different. <laughs> Sorry. Dean says, hey, hey, TCGS bastards. Which is a pretty good way to start a message. Yeah, isn't I've it? got time for that. Yeah. And now I don't feel yeah. bad for going, Dino, Dino. We got in so much trouble uh, for that at school once when we found out our teacher's name was Dean. And whenever we saw him, we all chanted, Dino, Dino, until we went absolutely ballistic us. Like, <laughs> shut the door and stood by the door so no one could get out and fucking went Whoa. mental about us Whoa. chanting Dino at him. Like, as he was walking around the school. It's one of those uh, weird, like, prison psychology things, isn't it? Where they were like, if I don't assert myself now... <laughs> definitely, definitely. This is just going to go And not only that, on. it must be pretty bad, right? Because if one of your classes starts shouting Dino at you, you yeah. know that other classes will hear about it and it yeah. will spread. And exactly. because it's a rolling escalator of children through <laughs> that school, you know that's going to last for your rest of your career. Like, yeah. that is it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. So Dino says me. Yeah, thanks for emailing, Dean. Uh, <laughs> right, what's up next? <laughs> uh, it says me and an Xbox buddy of mine. Shout out to John, lad. Uh, John. Got into a shout out. Got into a bit of a heated debate after asking the same question to multiple other people. We've concluded that maybe it's just another example of a north-south divide, but I can't seem to find much evidence online. Seeing as the show has decent regional diversity, I'd be keen to throw the question out there and get a spread of different thoughts on the matter. When making jam on toast, honey on toast, marmite on toast, a cheese spread sandwich, etc., do you butter the bread first? Coming from Manchester, I can confirm that putting butter with jam on toast or on a jam butty sounds utterly ridiculous, and I just can't believe it's actually a thing. A couple of half-baked butter-based puns for you there, Matt. Matt doesn't read the questions out, Dean. Matt doesn't read the questions out. Uh, Sending lots of love during these shite times. Thanks for the ongoing effort you guys uh, put into making an incredible pod. Yeah, of course you put um, butter on it. You absolutely see, I, mm, put butter on it. Just a small toast. amount of butter on it. I, I mean, I, I don't even know if I have a preference. It's dry as fuck if you're just whacking a bit of jam on top of toast. Hang Depends on, is, on this, jam is this talking about the process, though? Because I make the toast well, and no. I put the butter on it. Like so, it melts. <laughs> okay. Is this saying? All right, <laughs> is this saying that I've got yeah. to butter the bread before I toast it? No, 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 that no, doesn't no. make any sense. Surely not. That's insane. <laughs> James has got the complete wrong end of the stick. Anyone who thinks you should do that needs to go to prison. The idea of not having butter on it is so alien to James that he assumes <laughs> yeah, that you've dry. got it wrong. Imagine marmite on toast without any like margarine yeah, or whatever. Exactly. I mean, I mean be fuck marmite on vile. toast anyway. Like, why would you do marge that? Or, I've not heard the I've not had the term margarine in about twenty years, James, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, it's just, I don't it's have just butter, I use margarine. Margarine. Just spread. Uh, what I, so what I found interesting, so he says jam on toast, honey on toast, marmite on toast, or a cheese spread sandwich, etc. Who has a cheese sandwich with no marge on it? Yeah, no, that's weird. That's, Mar- you're that's... using margarine now. I know, Are you thinking on. back to one of those, th- those back, times Dave. where everyone had it, those big bringing it back. round tubs of it with the sunflower <laughs> on top? Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were in... Yeah. Yeah. Vitalite. Yeah, Vitalite. Vitalite, that's it. Yeah, Vitalite. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, Vitalite. that's how it's pronounced in my family. <laughs> Did you bring any Vitalite? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, uh, no, you've got to have butter on it. I'm glad you said that. 
Sean. Because... So, I mean, I'm going to, I'm just going to go back through the message. I'm not going to read the whole thing out, but just to point out, spread of different thoughts on the matter. Utterly ridiculous. Utterly butterly. Mm. Can't believe it's actually a thing. Can't believe it's not butter. Half bait, etc. Um, oh, well you know... done, Dean. Yeah. Uh, have you, you know, I don't think. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> I don't think it's called that anymore. They're not allowed to, are they? Yeah. It's it's, it's what's it called shit. now? It's is it I called? Can't I, can't, I can't believe. Can't believe it's so good. Oh or no! It's, isn't it utterly butterly? No, that's a different one. Different brand. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> isn't it utterly butterly? What is it? I can't. I'm googling it's, it's, a lot tonight. I'm sure it's like I can't believe it's so good or something. Yeah, that's it. It's That's it. I can't that. believe it's but of course, so you don't good, even read the words. You just see the packages. Oh, yeah, I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, yeah. UK rebranding in February 2017. I can't believe we're going here. Um, <laughs> uh, they rebranded the product oh, shit, as <laughs> I can't believe it's so good dot 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 for everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> Matt Murray must have had a hand in that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's so good dot 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 for <clears throat> everything. It's not, is it? Not for everything. It can't fix Joy-Con drift, I assume. I might. Nah. This is basically <laughs> the same thing as WD-40. It's oil. Is there anything you wouldn't have butter with, like, on toast? Um, Beans? Do you have... I don't eat beans on toast, I don't, but do you butter If, if, I'm, if I'm having peanut butter, I don't use it. I just use the peanut butter on its own. But the peanut butter's not really butter, though. No, no, but it's still... It just feels like overkill. It's a like fulfills the function well. of... Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, um, I've never understood Americans putting butter on popcorn. I've never got that. And do you know, I've never tried it. I don't... I, I wouldn't go out I of my way. I just don't like the idea of it. No. How do you pick the fucking popcorn up? Like, didn't you get hands with like, butter all over your hands and shit? I hate yeah, it when a bit of butter slides off hands. the toast and goes in between your fingers. That makes me feel rough. <laughs> Uh, anyway, right, should we move on? <clears throat> Next question. James, I'm going to overrule you. I've allowed oh. you to request one deletion of a question, <laughs> and I did it, but I like this one, and I like the the guy's name who sent it in. Before so, you read the before you read it out, right, yeah, this is yeah. bad now, because this yeah. person knows that James tried to delete their email. So, well, go on. That's, that's the risk James takes when he tries to interfere with my section. Good point. Mitchy Mitch. No, no, no stories you suggest are ever getting in the news ever again. <laughs> I never on. insist that they should. They're just suggestions. Go read the question. Which out. you can you're free to ignore. Mitchy Mitch says, Hey guys, one of my favourite pastimes after gaming is watching live music, which has obviously been completely curtailed over the last twelve months. I've been listening to the podcast for around two years now, and over that time I've picked up little snippets relating to your varied music tastes. My question is simple. If you had to agree on a band or group to go and watch live together, what would you choose? What a question. Exactly. James didn't what, want that. Why did, what didn't you like about that, James? It's a fine question. It's just that it's ten past eleven and I was hoping that we'd be finished. And it's like this is gonna go this is gonna add another twenty minutes to the to the running. I don't think oh, yeah, it will because ultimately yeah. I don't there isn't much crossover in our taste in music right so i think we've just got to pick i'm just, just grateful pick matt's something. not here because otherwise we'd be going to see taylor swift or something like that yeah i don't know it's just got to be it's just got to be an act that we know would like we'd all just like have a good fucking time right it'd be like europe or something fuck it let's all go see europe mm. no final no. countdown come on <laughs> No, no. Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. Who do you think you are? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll answer this when Matt's back next week, I think. Okay, should we, all right, we'll stow it. Should we stow it? 
Or should we make Matt come to a gig with us? <laughs> He's got that What's a gig where Matt would just be really intimidated and out James would be the hardest one to choose. We've, we, I'm sure there's a band that we both bonded over, um, Sean. Was there? At one point. I can't, I can't remember. Was it, I, I know that we, we've had a brief chat about Courtney Barnett, I think, but I, I'm assuming you didn't listen to much of her stuff after that. Uh, a bit, but yeah. That would be good, Wasn't... but I don't think James would like that at all. Is it Courtney Bar? I don't even know if that's the right name. I'm terrible with names. <laughs> um, James would like the Foo Fighters, but I don't know if I can go and see them again. Oh, I've seen not... them so many times, and okay. um, I've seen them so many times, and the show is exactly the same every time that it, yeah. it gets. <laughs> when he goes up to the front and says, "People are getting crushed at the front. Everyone move back," and then plays my hero. Like I, every time, it makes me go, oh, "Come on!" Man. I mean, nicest guy I could go rock, for mate. Queens of the Stone Age. That would, that'd be, I was going to say, go see that you... again. That I wouldn't want to take. I wouldn't want to take. It's too much of a risk. Because if Sean sits there and doesn't have a good time, I'll be fucking furious. I don't know how you could not. I don't know you could not. It was so good. The, the, see that me having a good time at a gig is me standing towards the back, nodding away. That's how mm. I enjoy gigs. So you don't have to worry. We wouldn't even see each other for the entirety of the gig. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then we'll, I'll just pull you out at the end and get Isn't you on a stretcher like a, and we'll be fine. It's like a, like a really big act that you wouldn't mind. So like, there must be, I would have said Elton John up until I saw him do that lockdown show. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll wait for I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Daphne and Celeste, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. not? Fuck it. Right, last one. No. Go on. <laughs> MD Kruboffs says, Dear Tory conference gone soft. Uh, what, what do you remember most about your first job? The oh, first pay slip I got and how I couldn't believe that it was, because it was about £300 and I thought this is the most money I've ever what? had in my life. What was your first job? Pretty much, yeah. What was your first job? Or were you like, were you like Michael Banks where your dad took you to the bank and said, look, you need to invest that money and there was this whole song in the foyer, and you were like, "But I want to feed the birds, Dad." No, no, it was no, Sorry, it, was, I... it was it was the it was the first one from because I was working at the co-op, and uh, yeah, okay. I got I got paid, and I thought this is amazing. I went out and bought some N64 games. It was uh, nice. but, I mean, and considering how expensive they were, that was about two games. It was uh, say, yeah, what games? Like, Do you remember what games? Two Christmases. In uh, yeah, I bought Episode One Racer. <laughs> I remember buying that. And okay. What else did I buy? Oh, and I also bought um, Goldeneye, Goldeneye, because I didn't have it. Oh, and it was, and it was cheap. Okay, yeah. good purchase. So, so top of the bill, Star Wars Episode One Racer. Yeah, and then Goldeneye. <laughs> supported by Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a Rumble Pack. And a Rumble Pack. Yeah, oh, there you, yeah go. you could get that Rumble Pack. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, what was your, I told what was your the story. rate? Remember? I told the story about my first ever job, haven't I? Uh, oh, Auto Trader. Oh, my God, yes. Have I told you it on the show? You're phoning people up and, and someone called you a cunt and you said, yeah, I am or something. <laughs> yeah. I lasted two days. I didn't make one sale for Auto Trader magazine. And uh, I phoned someone up and they called me a cunt. And I said, why? And they said, because I'm just sitting down for a meal. I don't want people ringing me up. I'm asking me to spend money. You're just interrupting my day. Uh, why, why that? And I just went, that's a fair point. And they went, what? <laughs> it's a fair point. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't like it. I said, we'll just leave. I went, 
oh, I will. <laughs> just stand up. <laughs> I walked into the manager and went, I don't want to do this. This is rubbish. Okay. And they didn't pay me for the two days that I worked there either. So oh, sure. uh, fuck auto trader. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, it's weird because my, so my first job ended up, I mean, I basically stayed there on and off for about 10 years. So, you know, trying to pick one thing that I remember, like it was like a big part of my life for a while. Um, so actually picking one thing. And I'll tell you what, favorite memory. So working in, in catering, um, I was I was the dish pig for a long time, quite well, technically, you know, kitchen porter, but I used to do the dishes. Um, and at one point, uh, we had one manager that no one liked. Um, she was like an area manager, but she'd sometimes come in and just like be manager for the day. Um, yeah, everyone hated her. And then one day I was, yeah, so I was like washing up in the sink and she was bringing in, like, just uh, bringing in the tills at the end of the day to count all the cash and everything. Um, and because I was quite messy when I was doing the washing up, all the floor was wet around me and she walked behind me and fully went on her ass, um, in all the water that I'd splashed on the floor. And I, you know, and like initially I was like, I feel sort of bad about this. Actually, this isn't good. Like I'm trying, but part of me's laughing, but she is like, she wasn't young, right? And sort of felt a bit awful. And then the head chef, Jason, was like, "Sean, get around here." And I was like, "Oh fuck's sake, here we go! I'm gonna get fucking bollocked by the head chef now." Walk through to the kitchen, reaches into his pocket, pulls out a pound coin, and just gives it to me. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Was this an episode of Keenan and Kel? No. Well, it's, I mean, it if it is, like you remembered an episode of Keenan and Kel. Is it definitely is it actually an episode of Keenan and Kel? Oh, no, I'm joking. But okay. it does sound like an episode of Keenan and Kel, to be fair. <laughs> Chris would have uh, given yeah, him just... what would have been a dollar, actually, Sean, if well, I yeah, remember correctly. A crisp, a crisp bill. But no, you just gave me a little pound, pound coin, didn't say a word, just turned away. <laughs> How shit is that, though? A pound? Fuck well, off. I mean, this was, you know, this is a long time ago. This is when I only got paid about three pounds the 80s. an hour, so... Yeah. <laughs> right, go okay. Buy, uh, that's the end of your questions this. this week, and that's the end of the show. Yeah. Now, oh, do you want to do your? Do you do the please contact us thing, Sean? At the end. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's James's uh, James section now, isn't it? What? It's time for the socials, mate. It's yeah, time mate. for the socials. You know, I was thinking about this. I I don't want to do it. Do I have to do it? <laughs> yes. Because... Why? I don't want you looking at Why? the document. I don't want you looking at the document. Just do it from memory because people love it. People love it and Matt hates it. I mean, it, so it's James, worth there's, it. there's only one regular stream to remember this time and it's yeah, yours. Go so Go. What things do I have to remember? It's like, okay. No, I'm not com- telling you. What right, things right. do I have to remember? <laughs> Think about remember. that question. Okay, it's the socials. Right, okay. Um, we've got a Twitter <laughs> account, which is at TCGSCo. Um, you can send us messages on there. Um, we've also got. I see, we've got a Facebook account, haven't we? Have we got one of those? Yeah. Okay. You can. You can probably um, contact us on there. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you can definitely do that. Um, then we've also, if you want to contact us, there's the form on the website. You can. It, does that still exist? Because I can't remember if that exists either. But there's also email. You can e- email us at. Um, something. Hang on, let me. <laughs> please don't do this to me, please, because I genuinely can't remember what the address is for that, which is which is terrible. Um, we also do streams. Um, although only one at the moment, which is mine, which was a disaster last weekend. 
um, it didn't work out so well because I'm having problems connecting my PSN account to the TCGS account. So it didn't work properly. We had to do a rebroadcast. Nobody watched it. I felt very depressed. It wasn't very good. Um, but maybe I'll fix that this week, and that'll be on Friday from nine o'clock. Um, um, we've got we're doing a Patreon show soon, I think, and so that'll be out soon. Um, that's it. I can't think of anything else. That's it. Thank you for living it. We will catch you next week, hopefully with a full crew. But if not, whatever. We'll still have a bit of fun, isn't it? Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.